Hear me much. All right, I'm going to jump into the intro and then we'll go around and do our uh, recommendations. And then uh, and we'll have a nice, tidy little episode. There we go. All right, three, two, one. <laughs> Hi there. Welcome back to the Sweet Potato Podcast, a podcast about things that are excellent. I am one of three illustrious co-hosts. My name is Rick Larson. And I am Rebecca. I'm a Virgo. Uh, I be Jose, and I be 5'11". Nice. Nice, nice. Um, so I had an idea for sort of, I don't even know if prank is the right word, but I had this idea that I wanted to start telling everyone that I met that I was five foot nine mm -hmm. and to uh, people who <laughs> have seen me in person know how ridiculous that is. But okay. that's also kind of like the this weird gray area where people lie about their height and like like five if somebody tells you they're five nine they could be anywhere from like five five to usually usually people taller than that don't don't say because i'm i'm over six feet tall but i haven't <laughs> found so i haven't found the audience where i can lie about my height and have them do you know what i mean like, yeah <laughs> it has not yeah. come up but the first chance somebody asks me how tall I am, I'm going to say that I'm 5'9". <laughs> I have had people in real life uh, question me on it, like ask me how tall I am, and then I say it, and then they're like, no, you're not. My brother is that height, and you're taller than him, or you're shorter than him. And I was like, why did you ask me if you're not going to believe me? I don't understand. Well, because you just said people lie about their height. This is true. This is true. But... I feel like you can't, like you can lie about your height on the internet, but I don't, I feel like you. That's true. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of obvious. You know how when you ask a kid how, um, how old they are, if they are like a quarter of an age or three quarters of an age or even mm -hmm. half, that gets like, you have to, they have to include that information. Oh yeah. I'm 10 and a half. Right. I'm seven and three quarters. Yeah. Um, when when somebody asks me my height, I always say I'm five between five seven and five eight, which is five seven and a half, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but I never say five seven, and I never say five eight because I'm I don't want to lie because I'm never quite five eight. Yeah. Um, but five seven, <laughs> but five seven, but I'm not five seven either. Um, but mm -hmm. I ended up I end up always sounding like that kid who's like I'm. I'll be three and nine quarters in, you know, in two weeks. Yes. Or <laughs> yes. Oh, no, that's yeah, very I true. I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that, like, so my official height is 5'11", uh, you know, mm -hmm. the one that is registered with the NBA. And, uh, but I, the la I think the, that's kind of because I rounded up because at some point I got measured and I was like, and it was, I was probably like, 14 or 15 and it was like five ten and three quarters and i just like well let's just round up to 5 11 especially since like if i'm wearing shoes i'm definitely 5 11 
Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's so weird when people lie about their height because, like, a who cares? Uh, and I get that some people care uh, in the dating world, but like, mm-hmm. you're not going to change that or hide that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's like uh, apparently it's a common thing if someone says that they are uh, they're like six foot one that they're really like five eleven, and if they say they're five eleven, they're like actually like five eight, five nine. Uh, but yeah, apparently that's, that much of a disparity. Dudes. That's a lot. That's mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like that's definitely you could visually tell that there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't, um, I'm not really good spatially with anything, really. Um, <laughs> I don't, like, if you asked me how tall that person was that was just in the room, I would, I wouldn't know what to say. I would say either yeah. seven feet tall or like, yeah, I don't know, average. And, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. and then same uh, for Smurfy. weight. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's why you said you were didn't know much about Star Wars, because you're not uh, with spatially space right, <laughs> so yeah so when you got yeah, when you're watching return of the jedi uh chewbacca and uh and and wicket the ewok look exactly the same exactly yeah. exactly i i did have as an adult i think i was in my late 30s early 40s i went to the doctor one time and they weigh you and and measure your height and i was like oh i'm Putting down that you're six three, and I was like, "Oh, I've been telling people I'm six four since since <laughs> I was like sixteen, but well, maybe I'm wrong, maybe or maybe I've shrunk. I don't know." And so, probably two or three years, I did that, and then finally was at the doctor's office, and I told them that story, and they're like, "Well, let's find out." And they measured me, and I was six four, and they're like, "Don't listen to everything everybody says." <laughs> like, oh, I'm wow. still going to, but. Um, wow! Yeah, so I lost you know, an inch for like two years and then gained it back. Wow, that's wild! And like, uh, yeah, this Maybe is why you shouldn't look to science for truth. I'm just kidding. You should tell totally right. yes. to science for truth. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, maybe the thing is science can provide uh, some good guidance, but the humans uh, behind it and around it and in front of it and under it are mm-hmm. not always reliable. True. Great point. That's a good. Also, don't we grow and shrink throughout the day? Like, don't like if you get if you wait or if you um, measure yourself in the morning, you're taller than Mm -hmm. if you measure yourself right before you go to bed. I think think that's true. I think that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I think basically, while you're laying down sleeping at night, you stretch out and then you like kind of shrink throughout the as you're up and walking around. Especially if you wear a very heavy hat. True. I, I can't think of an example now. Maybe a bowler is heavy because it's looks like a bowling ball. I don't know what the heaviest hat is. A ten uh, gallon yeah. hat sounds heavy. Also, it sounds very heavy. <laughs> well, a gallon is eight pounds. A gallon okay. Well, there of you water. go. Yeah. Eight Imagine. Pounds, so like, yeah. it's an eighty pound hat. Oh. A lot of hat. So yeah, but that so a gallon is eight pounds. Is that mm-hmm. a standard measure measurement? Yes. I mean, wow. no, I mean, not in terms of like, uh, you're not going to find it on a refrigerator magnet, but um, yes, my dad once told me that a gallon weight, a gallon of water is eight pounds and I believed him and it mm-hmm. has come up before 
and I've looked I, it up before. I believe him. I believe. Him. I know a soul is twenty-one grams. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so how many souls in a gallon of water? <laughs> Whoa! I, I so I'm just googling it and like, yeah, and because I was like, well, how much does a gallon of milk weigh? Because there, it, there's more mass to milk, mm-hmm. right? Like right. different. Like, um, Milk is basically specific water, gravities, water yeah. extra or water plus, yeah. Right, the milk solids. Yeah, so yeah, milk salt. That's a good way to put yeah. it. I, I well, how much m- milk? I mean, how, yeah, how much does it weigh? Uh, a gallon of milk, according to uh, the internet, via <laughs> apparently there's a website called uh dairy cattle extension.org uh, but it <laughs> yes. has hyphen imagine being the administrator <laughs> for that website <laughs> dairy cattle extension.org <laughs> people emailing and be like how do i make my uh cattle taller and they're like i think yes. this is not what that's for <laughs> my cattle uh, yeah. my cow is only five seven I wanted measure to get more in the dates. morning. The yes. answer is yeah. measure in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take, take off that heavy hat. <laughs> a, yeah, a gallon is uh, 8.6 pounds, according to oh, okay. this website. So, oh, nice. Although there's right. one that says it's eight, uh, oh. 8.7. So apparently That's there's a little awesome. bit yeah. of... Yeah. No, I wonder if is 2% heavier than yes, skim? Yes, milk and, and, yeah. and whole milk yeah. would be... Those would be different weights. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind you of know, Yeah. Whole milk. Uh, we call it whole milk, but it's 4%. It's essentially 4% as opposed to 2% or 1%. Yeah. Okay. That's, I knew it was something like that. I, I, I also, I don't, I don't know why I knew this, but I knew it wasn't three because I remember mm-hmm. questioning why, if there's a one and a two, why there isn't a three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it must taste huh. just, exactly this i could the one and the two i don't know if i could tell the difference if you give me one a, a glass of each if i could really tell the difference what do you think a hundred would be like like that's the actual cow right that's like sticking that's a, yeah, onto that's a, a cow that's a that's a brisk, <laughs> yeah that's a brick like of licking cheese. A cattle i was gonna say or yeah a brick of cheddar cheese but yeah there you go okay <laughs> or a belt uh, yeah a i used to belt. wonder that i used to wonder that about the humidity rating oh yeah like is a hundred percent humidity? Is that underwater? Is that raining? Is that hundred percent humidity? That's, it must be underwater. That's a, that's a bully who dunks you in a <laughs> gives you a swirly in the toilet. Uh, oh, that's so sad. That? I I have a a math problem that's kind of blasphemous. So okay. um, if you if you don't like it, we can. Uh, if you're still here after we hear it, we can. Yes, we yes. can discuss it. You don't get well, blasted have, off have, the planet. Yeah, I have asked other people, but okay. So transubstantiation, right? This is my mm-hmm. body. This is my blood. Mm-hmm. How much? How many times do you have? How much do you have to take? How much do you have to eat before you have eaten an entire Jesus? Is that a oh, is that a number that a good- exists? Like, huh? Wait, like how many communion wafers? Or wait, what are you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like we could get to the algebra of this word problem of like, 
Yeah. It's probably weighed chemist. this much. <laughs> I think this is more chemistry because it's like, because um, mm. like a mole of one element is different than like the mole of a different element, right? If, if I'm remembering that right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, um, it depends on how many people are taking communion. And like you assume that like if there's two people taking communion, that's 100% of Jesus. But if there's like this huge um, congregation of people, then you're dividing it by like that many more people, right? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. thinking. Is that then, how, okay? So if I'm, there's, I'm, I mean, if there's a hundred people, right? And that everyone is getting one one hundred, right? Exactly. So okay, precisely. That's so what it have, says in the Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the back, in the little yeah. con metric conversion right. in the tables. <laughs> yes, the appendix. Yeah, that is really also, interesting. Do you, well, so it turns into no, part ahead. of his body. Could you possibly be eating his appendix? Like, Oh, well, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's that. Yeah. Uh, wasn't there... Well, it reminds me of... And, That's and for people who take the name? Bible literally. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh who yes who like some people who are people of science should also not be believed because they even if uh they have a document in which uh they use to justify their behavior and what they believe uh people are very fallible um not that not that anybody in this conversation or listening mm -hmm. needs to know that because you're all smart people i trust you i respect your <laughs> intelligence um but that is a really interesting idea of like uh, so one one communion uh way for the host is uh is like that's 100 percent jesus uh and then like but yeah splitting it up it it reminds me of uh of there's an uh, episode of the simpsons where uh where oh, itchy or scratchy whoever, whoever, the, whoever the mouse is chops mm -hmm. up uh uh, chops up the cat into tiny pieces and then mm -hmm. those tiny pieces are uh sentient and <laughs> and then he continues to chop them up until oh, they're yeah. just like a paste and i yes, i yes. think it was inspired by a bit from fantasia where like uh oh was yeah it, mickey mouse and the and the wet and the bucket and the bucket like the, the yeah the most uh, it's you know, other than like the uh, dancing hippos or whatever, I think that's probably the most, you know, famous segment of Fantasia. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, it, it also depends on what you believe about Jesus, because it's like, I don't know, I assume that when he, uh, you know, when he went to space, that he, he <laughs> you know, his spirit expand. like maybe he's like mm -hmm. the big, uh, the big bang and that his, uh, his mass is constantly uh expanding or ever expanding yes. although i think that okay. there's isn't there some belief that the expansion of the universe is slowing down oh maybe oh, i haven't heard that yeah i think because from what i understand of it i think because now the universe has like enough mass to create gravity that like now it's slowing down the expansion and mm -hmm. Uh, and the thought is it's slowing down because of gravity pulling it back towards uh, back towards whatever is considered the center of the Big Bang. And uh, and, oh. and so, like, at some point, uh, the due to gravity, the uh, the 
expansion of the universe will stop and it will, you know, slowly start to contract. Interesting. And then will time like just reverse itself and then like everything will go back to the beginning? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that. I trust your scientific opinion. So I'm going to yeah, go with that. Yeah, I think that's probably, yeah. During the time of COVID, when we all had to wear a mask, I just pretended that I was a doctor the whole time. And I made everyone call me Dr. Fredo or Dr. Rebecca. So no, yes, that's, this, I like it. this yeah. tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think you should be called Dr. Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. Favor. I, no. I will still refer to you as Dr. Underwear Eyes. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Jose. Yeah. <laughs> I I did have an elementary school teacher that called me the absent-minded professor. Aww. Oh, and I was were like, you like oh, always losing get... your glasses and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. My desk was a total disaster, sure. and. Uh, yeah. But you're precocious, right? And but like, I was precocious really... and yeah, always knew the knew the answers or what Aww. had done the reading or something. Yeah. That's really cute. <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who's in the absent minded professor. Is that the Um it was the dad from My Three Sons. Okay. And um Oh, I just in the context of another conversation just said I wanted to be Fred McMurray. So oh, Fred it's McMurray. the second yeah. time in like a week and a half. <laughs> I've somehow <laughs> backed myself into being Fred McMurray. Um, Do you just like try to manufacture um, conversations to get people to say that you are Fred McMurray? <laughs> yes, yes. I wear a lot of cardigans to try to force <laughs> that to happen. Um no, I feel like uh, is was absent minded professor invented flubber, and then that became the Robin Williams flubber. Was so I was just about to say I mix those movies up in my head, or those are the same movies. Is flubber yeah. the same movie as absent minded professor? That's a that's a great question because I'm I mixed up because the... also the Shaggy Dog is mixed up in there too somehow. Yes, and he was the Shaggy DA. The Shaggy DA, that's right. Yes. Yeah, all those movies um, are mm-hmm. either one movie or they're 16 movies. Yes, movies. yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, searching for the absent. Science does yeah. not have an answer for this yet. Searching for the absent-minded professor. I get the absent-minded professor from 1961 and the 1963 sequel was called hmm. Son of Flubber. Oh, Son of Flubber. I don't so think, I think when they when they remade it in the 90s. I never saw the Robin Williams version, but um, I I think they re- they named it Flubber and, and did not call him the absent-minded professor. Oh, that's why mm-hmm. I mentioned that because okay, okay, now I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a, a lot of those Disney live-action movies were very similar. Or there was that darn cat. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if that was the cat from space or if there was another cat from space. And one of Wait, the posters for the ab- it was I don't know I thought there was a movie about an al- a cat who was also an alien. Are you thinking about Save the Cat the book? Uh, no, I don't think so. It was called oh, okay. or- the Shaggy Dog. Is the Shaggy Dog also the Shaggy DA? That darn cat. There's yeah. that darn cat. Is the cat an alien in that? I have an internet near me. So connections to... for the absent-minded professor. Yeah, I'm still on the absent-minded professor question. 
Yeah. Remade uh, as Flubber 1997. Wow. Hmm. Yep. And uh, so I think that darn cat was not a was not an alien. I think it's mm. just uh just a mischievous scamp. Uh, mm. Okay. Because they apparently here's the log line for that uh, for that darn cat, mm. the Walt Disney movie. Uh, from whatever uh, 1965 after a kidnapped mm-hmm. bank teller uses a neighbor's wandering cat to send an SOS what mm-hmm. uh, the FBI assigns a cat allergic agent to the case mm-hmm. yeah nothing about, about a uh, an alien but it, I think mm-hmm. it's just a mischievous cat that uh, no, gets- I, I I found the I found it in 1978 Walt mm-hmm. Disney company made the cat from outer space. What? It was a UFO captained by a cat-like extraterrestrial made during the, oh, 78, so it was definitely cashing in on Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> I, I think I need That's to amazing. see this movie. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think That's really that, funny. that should be my special, instead of trying to like know the most about Star Wars. I should know the most about uh, <laughs> all the like Star Wars ripoffs, like uh, hangers on the of black Star hole. Wars. Yes, the black hole. Uh, uh, message Star from space. Battlestar Galactica. Oh yes, yes. I never <laughs> saw um, a message from space. Uh, I yeah. haven't either. I had. I was going to do like a bad movie night. Um. A long time ago, because I it's basically Star Wars, but the stormtroopers ride dirt bikes. <laughs> um, and uh, there's another one like Battle Beyond the Stars. Do you know this one? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the I, I like remember a I low know budget the name. I Roger Corman cheesecakey version. Wow, Star Wars, but a little yeah. bit uh, naughty, like a little sexy. Yeah. Star Wars, but sexy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, and then also the TV show. Uh, and this used to be, I remember on Sunday afternoons, this was kind of a combo. It was Battlestar Galactica, the TV show, whose robot you mentioned at the beginning. So that's that's wild mm-hmm. that we got back to that, uh, that point. Um, but then uh, Buck Rogers in the 25th century mm-hmm. uh, was a TV show. And yeah, that was uh, where there was like a protagonist and very uh, cliffhangery. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna rewatch that because I loved it as a very young child. But I haven't. Yeah. Like, it hasn't had like a, the cult following that maybe it should. But I do love sending people two videos from Buck Rogers, and they're both Twicky moments. <laughs> One is he brings Buck Rogers a drink and says "Lahayam." Oh. <laughs> he's jewish that's so cute yes. well in the, in the first season at least he was voiced by mel blank from, from Luna. Oh, that's, oh, awesome. nice. that's cool yeah and um then the other one is at some point there's a girl version of that robot and i can't remember what her name is right now but instead of saying uh he goes bd 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 she goes booty 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 <laughs> You know, as a kid, I thought Tweaky 
which I believe is spelled T W I K I. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. someone I think that's right. Uh, who's listening? Yeah, but I always misheard it as Twinkie. So I just thought, like, okay, for some reason, even though there are not Twinkies in this uh, in the Battlestar Galactica, you know, universe, uh, they just gave them the name, and it just happened. It mm-hmm. was kind of like uh, in Growing Pains how there was a kid named Boner. And there were no wieners yes. anywhere. Yes. That's true. That was weird when that guy was named Boner. I, yeah, I remember. It was that really too. strange. And then yeah. he also named Roach, right? No, that was Cosby Show. Never mind. That was, that was Cosby, Cosby Show. Show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and also like I get that Boner was off of the you know because it it used right. to be a saying that like hey you pulled a Boner as in like you did made a goof stupid. yeah you made a goof and by that uh, eight, but by that year when was when was growing pains it had to have started like 84 85 86 yeah, yeah. by yeah. that age it's like so whatever writer was like let's name this guy boner and see if we can get it through uh good job mm-hmm. yeah really good job especially with kurt cameron like as the front like i don't know like yeah I don't oh know. yeah that makes it even that makes it even better because I remember his name was Stabone. Like his last name was Stabone. Oh, wow. I would have had so a hard time not calling boner. him Boner. Yeah, so that's yeah. why they called him Boner. Okay, I thought because he was yep. like always messing up because he was yeah. always messing up. It was up. kind of that too, but right. That was the the on the show explanation was that his last name was Stabone. I don't know mm-hmm. if he was Sylvester Stabone, but I would have been hard. <laughs> hard I would have been tempted to call him that. It, my brother so had a friend that, named Sparky. Like that was his, that was his actual name on his birthday. Wow. Yeah, his name is Sparky. Wow. I know. I was like, am I on a sitcom? Am was I the, he the? Yeah. Was he the <laughs> ASU mascot? <laughs> oh, I wonder if that was if that's like where he got his name. I wouldn't oh, I be wonder. surprised. His parents were very strange. I knew somebody, a teacher who, he was like a new teacher when I knew him. Um, and he had just graduated from ASU, where he, for four years, was Sparky in, at oh. football games and stuff. He was the mascot. That's crazy. He kind of carried that uh, energy into his teaching career and would, like, stand in the hallway between classes and do little dances and stuff. And oh. My <laughs> uncle was the first Phoenix Suns yeah. gorilla. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. He's, um, mm-hmm. he's... I see him sometimes when I fire up the Dire Straits um, YouTube videos, and he's oh, in sure. Walk of Life. Yeah. Oh wait, always a good time. Or as the no, as the gorilla. Yeah. As oh, gorilla. I I didn't know. A I didn't know that there was a video for Walk of Life, and I had no idea that the Phoenix Suns gorilla was in it. Oh, you're gonna I be didn't... so excited when you see it. It's uh, great. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna gonna look for that as well. I have been. Like, I don't know. I can't say it's an obsession because I haven't acted on it yet. Mm-hmm. But sometime in the last, let's say, two years, I've had this thought in the back of my head that I want to know whatever happened to the San Diego chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he was Wait, everywhere. San... He was everywhere. He was everywhere. I, he might still he be it in games. No, I don't, think... I don't know. But I he's remember not... I lived in San Diego. I never yeah. saw the San Diego chicken like as yeah. as a part of anything. Interesting. I mean, signage, um, like mm-hmm. even doing local commercials or like you know drawings on menus. Nothing. Not, there was like it was like a town had 
mass hallucinated him and then forgotten him. Like yeah, he never yeah. was. It was very strange. I wonder, I wonder if like he got canceled or something like he, Oh, that's sad. Did something terrible. Well, uh, so I just looked it up. Apparently, uh, yeah. So the main person, or the person who portrayed this person from, I guess, the beginning, what oh. his name was Ted uh, Gianellis. Uh, oh, it's very you're going to say Kaczynski. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Talk about that's, a fall from grace. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you haven't seen the San Diego chicken anywhere. He's been posting uh, anti-technology yeah. manifestos <laughs> and got in trouble. Now I want to draw the San Diego chicken with the sunglasses and the hoodie. And that hoodie. And the hoodie. <laughs> uh, so apparently in like 2016, uh, uh-huh. which was oh. apparently, according to Wikipedia, 42 years after starting to play the, the chicken, uh, he slowed down and apparently, uh, I'll just read it straight from Wikipedia because... Uh, that mm-hmm. is at least as good as uh, some of the episodes of My Favorite Murder. Uh, he expressed uncertainty about how long he would continue or whether he would appoint a successor. It's not the end, he mm. was quoted as saying, but I can see it from here. Oh, what wow. A, yeah, what a, a poignant thought from the San Diego chicken. Yeah, uh, so apparently, oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, apparently he's not... Uh, He's semi-retired and occasionally, apparently, the last appearance listed on Wikipedia was that he was in a documentary on the Peacock streaming service called I Love You, You Hate Me. And apparently... Oh, uh, Oh, that's not Barney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, apparently he was uh, asked to comment uh, or he comments. I don't know how he comments as a chicken, but... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... I already, I already did the Ted Kaczynski thing, but when you said 2016, I was like, oh, no, he went alt-right, didn't he? Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, no. Uh, but oh, no. my brother used to watch this educational TV show on Saturday mornings that taught you, like, baseball fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And it was hosted by Johnny Bench, who was most famous for playing for the Cincinnati Reds, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but his sidekick was the San Diego chicken. And I'm like, they're not even from the same city. But I'll say your last name is Bench. I'm sorry. I'm not taking baseball tips from somebody whose last name is Bench. Give me a break. I'm, I'm only studying under Dave Winfield. That's it. Nobody else. Uh, Maybe Roger outfield or. There you go. Yeah. Steven home run hitter. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, I do want to, uh, just looping back, I do want to uh, talk about, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I want to kind of make a point to uh, talk about where the Phoenix Suns gorilla came from, because a lot oh. of people don't know, don't understand, like, what is the connection between a gorilla and the Phoenix Suns and mm-hmm. the city of Phoenix? And as a kid, <laughs> I didn't understand that until it was explained or or I heard the story, whatever. Is it okay to use your uh, use your relative's name? Yeah, his name is Henry Rojas. Yeah. Junior, junior, he's a junior. Um, if you know the story, go ahead and tell it, because I, I don't think I know the story as well. I, okay. I know I know what I know, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. if there's like, if there's a bigger mythology out there, I would love to, I don't think I've ever heard it. Well, yeah, I think, uh, I think we'll get the, what we know to be the facts, and then we'll Put uh, trust that we'll put it out into the yeah. internet 
And then okay. there will be fan fiction that's written about it. And sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there uh, hasn't been already. <laughs> yeah. Between the two of you, you guys can fill in the facts, and then I will add some dumb bullshit. So. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently uh, sometime in uh, late 1980, uh, the, okay, so I can't, like, the modern, uh, like, people who are younger than us, I don't think will even believe this was a thing, but there used to be singing telegrams. Mm-hmm. Telegrams yeah. this is right. were this is a, right. uh, yeah, telegrams were a quick way to send messages across uh, large distances. Uh, think of that as an email but sent <laughs> sent sent by dot matrix uh because you had yes. to tap it was like what oh what's what's the thing called uh morse code morse right? code yeah yeah um so i think that was the original telegram I, at some point they were able to send stuff that got translated into uh into words and so it used to be like instead of like sending someone an email or a text message or even calling, you would send someone a telegram to like wish them a happy birthday, or be like, uh, "What did you do with the treasure?" Whatever, whatever the issue was. <laughs> and there used to be a uh, so apparently seeing telegrams were also a thing where people would send a telegram uh, so that someone could sing you some sort of message. Uh, if it was a you know a little happy birthday song. Um, or you know uh, uh happy mother's day whatever and so apparently there was a business in phoenix uh and i don't know if it was only phoenix but it's called it was called eastern onion which now i have to explain that that name was actually uh, a goof on the business called western, western union, union which is a way to send messages and wire money to people which i don't say even the know wiring was- money is still around yeah, that's yeah, true. that's still a thing. So also, I haven't heard this part of the story. I don't. I'm really? unaware of this part of the story. Yeah, I yeah. don't know this part of the story. The telegram, so, yes, but Eastern Onion, I've never. I don't remember that part. Yeah, what a what a random like. Hey, Western Union exists. Let's make up a name that <laughs> vaguely like it. Like if you mm-hmm. don't, I don't know. There's enough steps between Western Union and Eastern Onion that I could totally imagine people not realizing. That that's what it was uh, kind of spoofing. <laughs> In any case, someone sent a singing telegram uh, to someone at the uh, Veterans Memorial Coliseum in 1980, uh, and it was uh, apparently uh, Henry Rojas Jr. was dressed as a gorilla and uh, left his, you know, did his singing message or whatever, and apparently uh, a security guard uh, thought that it would be fun. Uh, and suggested this to uh, Henry as the gorilla to like do a few dances uh, <laughs> underneath the back the basket during a timeout. And apparently the fans went nuts over this dancing gorilla. And, uh, and so he kept, mm-hmm. he kept up just showing up until uh, the, the Phoenix Suns officially uh, invited him to be part of the team. That's, that's amazing. And I like the way in your telling he was just coincidentally dressed as a gorilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah, it was. He was just casually as a gorilla. He, yeah, yeah. He, he actually had the costume before he had the job with <laughs> Eastern Union. That part is true. <laughs> that part he is had true. To, he had to actually put on like a uh, like a telegram 
thing, uh, costume <laughs> over the gorilla costume he just brought from home. <laughs> And oh, that's... that's what made his dancing so extraordinary is that yeah. like he had to put a lot of effort and because there were many layers to uh <laughs> to get those moves to translate oh. to actual dances <laughs> so that's the, like a, the yeah. other thing about the gorilla that i think is something that is is not as much a thing anymore i think especially after uh after henry Dorhas jr stop port or when they you know he got older it's like you can only be a gorilla for so long that's true mm -hmm. if you are mm -hmm. costumed as a gorilla or in the wild if you're a gorilla there's only so many so much time mm -hmm. that you can continue doing it <laughs> so, gorillas are finite yeah <laughs> so they so uh yeah but he used to like pull pranks on on uh various uh figures in the nba um like apparently there was oh i i do specifically remember remember this he uh when pat riley was the coach of the lakers uh he was known for his like italian suits and having like slicked back hair and so <laughs> there was there was one time when the gorilla showed up during uh when the suns were playing the lakers and he had his like gorilla his gorilla costume hair slicked back and then uh <laughs> then was wearing a suit and was carrying around a clipboard like a coach. Uh, <laughs> I actually saw a really, really ridiculous bit um, when I was in junior high, somehow, or when I was in elementary school, sixth grade, uh, our basketball team somehow got the opportunity to play a junior high basketball team uh, oh. at the Coliseum, at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum what? in the afternoon like before uh the suns played the golden state warriors and this what? is when the golden state warriors were terrible yeah i know it's super nuts uh mm. well i just remember so like one terrible habit i've i've kind of uh have because of my adhd and also my mom my mom who also <laughs> probably has adhd and is has not been fully mm. you know has not been officially diagnosed but uh we were really late i unfortunately <laughs> didn't show up to like almost the second half and on top of that i had forgotten my basketball shorts and so i was wearing oh, jeans no. and ended up having to play basketball in jeans oh my um, gosh i know uh and i don't remember i don't think we won or we either we if we lost uh we did not lose by very much because we were excited to pretty much be pretty competitive with the junior high team yeah. Um, so that, that was at like four or five and I think we wrapped up by, by 6 PM, which is when like actual players start to come out to, to shoot around mm -hmm. the four games, uh, that were, must've been, you know, start a start time of seven between seven and seven thirty. Uh, but they were playing the golden state warriors who at that time, uh, actually had some really good players like, uh, Chris, God, he had a buzz cut, Chris Mullen. Uh, mm -hmm. But they also had Manute Bowl, who, oh. uh, if you want to talk about uh, height, he was uh, seven foot six, uh, or maybe seven foot seven, depending on what listing you you look up. <laughs> and uh, what, time what time of day? <laughs> what time of day? Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, he was uh, originally from uh, Sudan, and he was super tall. Uh, very skinny, lanky, um, and he was, uh, mm. you know, because uh, you can't teach height. That's a that's a saying in the basketball world. Uh, mm. 
probably also the volleyball world. Mm. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah, he was a giant. Kite he was flying. a very super tall, tall man. <laughs> and uh, and he, uh, I will also add that he was like a huge humanitarian and did a lot of stuff for uh, mm. Sudanese people, both mm-hmm. uh, here who immigrated here and and back home. Uh, like I think he spent all most of his NBA money uh helping helping like uh causes oh, nice. back home wow yeah it's uh it's really sad he passed away in like 2010 in any case he uh yeah so this tall tall man and one of the bits uh and i think it was like it had to be pre-recorded um they it, the gorilla was in the visitor's locker room and there was a chair that like had a sign on it that said minute bowl so it's like, oh, this is the chair that Manute Bull is going to sit in. And he took a saw and like saw it off, uh, like and saw <laughs> the legs by half. Uh, and presumably Manute Bull, uh, <laughs> you know, he was doing his pre uh, his pregame uh, reading. And uh, like, I'm guessing he hurt his knees. It hurt his knees very badly. So that was a prank that actually went a little too far. No. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I I don't I've remember a ton of details about him as a player or as a person, but I like whenever I think of him, I have like warm feelings like, oh, I love Moon uh, but I don't remember yeah. why. Oh. Um, well, he but was also, on, nice. yeah, there was a yep. uh, mm-hmm. uh, there was an SNL bit, uh, like a whatchamacallit, a uh, like one of their fake commercials where he was mm. like it was like uh, it was like one of those like commercials to try to get you to take a cruise and so it was like mm. yeah come to uh you know pacific alaskan cruise line where we have this you know we have delicious buffet and nightly entertainment and minute bowl and it was <laughs> like it was minute bowl like dressed up like he you know as you would for a mm. uh for some sort of cruise and he was just like waving awkwardly (laughs) and they mentioned him like they mentioned him like five times in this fake ad of like and get to meet my new bowl which is like such a great use of uh of an Uh actual uh human legend that's great (laughs) that is great so my dumb question about that story and i realize i've wondered this many times but i'm gonna pick a very public moment to have somebody Tell me, but where is Golden State? Is that California? Mm-hmm. It's in Northern okay. California. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's like like people from Oakland and San Francisco, mm. like that area, like um, uh-huh. yeah. the Bay Valley, area. a little bit, yeah, Bay Area. Okay. They, they're the fans of of Golden State. Yeah, it's an excellent that's... question. There are no dumb questions in basketball. Yeah, that's good. They're uh, <laughs> crying in though... baseball or dumb questions in basketball. <laughs> Technically, though, like, yeah, the Golden Golden State refers to California. And I think even on their logo, it's like uh, they incorporate uh, a silhouette of California. That's but, true. Okay. But like, uh, yeah, they're primarily uh, kind of a Bay Area team. Uh, but I guess they're yeah. like, you know, they'll take fans from anywhere. Does any, does, is, there, is there anybody else that doesn't use like the official name of the st- city or states? Oh, oh, that's, that's a good question. question. It feels like the the only and this is not the same thing at all. But when they the, 
the Utah Jazz was always oh, the funniest yeah. name. To <laughs> that me. is the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> you you know the mecca of jazz. Utah. <laughs> didn't didn't we talk about the Utah Jazz in a previous episode, or was that just maybe a fever dream? Because yeah, so the U, the Utah Jazz were originally the New Orleans Jazz, but uh, mm-hmm. the uh, like you know the, you know just like how teams move because they get uh, unhappy with uh, with cities that don't want to you know build them. Mm-hmm. Uh, gigantic billion dollar uh, facilities and so he's like well I'm going to move to Utah and kind of spitefully was like and I'm going to keep the name as the Jazz <laughs> uh, so that's how the, that's how jazz. that basketball team got to be known as the Jazz which is like uh, right now uh, because oh right now the New Orleans basketball team in the NBA is the Pelicans mm-hmm. um, which I get because Pelicans are are they're a big part of New New Orleans's uh, or mm-hmm. Louisiana's coast, uh, but man, yeah, uh, I say just just give the name back to New Orleans. A hundred percent, thank you. Although the Pelican yeah. is yeah. pretty cool, um, he's a good time. Indiana yeah. Pacers is an NBA team that is named after the state and not specifically a city. Yeah. Mm. Well, there's also, yeah, uh, I think the Minnesota Timberwolves are also. That's, that's right. Uh, yeah. Good point. Nice. Yeah. 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 Good there call. are plenty of state sports teams, but most of no, I, there's not like the show me state. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. The land of, of enchantment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Globetrotters. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do so we have, would, does I Arizona like to, have a state nickname? Um, yes, we Arizona is the sun, no, not the Sunshine State. Um, that's Florida. Yeah. Um, it's the oh, I used to know this. I used to know I, all of them. Oh, or not. Wow. I used but to then, know but all then you moved. You moved. Yeah, you moved away. And <laughs> I forgot I lost everything. All of my Arizona. I, I know that our state bird is the cactus wren, but I don't know the. Uh, I um, believe it's. I believe Arizona is the Grand Canyon state. There you go. That there it is. Yeah. There it is. Although actually, like, all states have two. There's usually an official one and an unofficial one. Yeah. Um, a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know that because they didn't take the time to study up the unofficial mm-hmm. um, nicknames, like some nerds yeah. on your podcast. But, um, <laughs> do you do you know what the unofficial name for Arizona is? I don't remember. I only I only um, memorized the unofficial ones. Gotcha. Um, and then it's just some states that have two. So Arizona actually might officially have only just the one, but um, um, I don't know. That's it. Name. Um. Yeah, I don't. The Copper State. The Copper State State. is. Oh, Copper State. Yes. Which isn't great. That's not a great nickname. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, what would I'm? Uh, what would a good nickname though for Arizona be? Oh, that's great. Um, oh, that's so tough because Arizona is so varied. Mm-hmm. You know um, what I would call it? This just popped in, and so this is kind of like first thought, best thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sunset State. Oh, that uh, is so good. Because I think most most cities, towns, areas of Arizona uh, probably have pretty good sunsets. Mm-hmm. Um, I very rarely see people from other cities except from 
um, cities in Arizona post their sunsets. Very, there's very little um, sunset pride I have found in other cities um, on hmm. social media, at least yeah. on social media. Although I did find somebody the other day who, um, what had they done? They had like made a YouTube video of like every set or like the best sunsets from like 2005 to 2015. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was wow. incredible. <laughs> That reminds me of seeing people filming fireworks. Oh, wow. Like, are you going to (laughs) watch this later? Like, we, yeah. And, like, the thing is, like, even if you're, like, some people's, you know, camera phone video can look okay when you post it on Instagram or whatever. But, yeah, Mm. I, I hope for the most part, they're not like, you know, opening up, they're putting it in the archives to one day look at that. Um, which does remind me though, that when Princess Diana uh, died in that terrible paparazzi caused accident, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was a huge, you know, A, because of the, you know, so unexpected, cause she was so young, very tragic. Uh, like that was a huge deal. Obviously so huge that Elton John felt compelled to remake mm. Uh, and re-release mm-hmm. his uh, "Candle in the Wind" song, uh, and dedicated to uh, Princess Diana, and uh, you know, raise money for charity. Uh, but it was such a huge thing. They, you know, that like there were hours of coverage of her funeral, like from the beginning procession to like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, however, however far they the royal family allowed them to to broadcast uh, whatever. And I very distinctly remember that my mom, like, uh, so if you're younger than uh, 30, you probably don't remember that uh, VHS tapes, you could record what was (laughs) on your TV with them. And Mm -hmm. there were different settings. You could do uh, SP, which meant that a VHS tape had two hours worth of film of recording on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think there was LP for like long play which was like you could record for four hours and Mm -hmm. slp was like super long play which i think was you'd be able to record for six hours uh but Mm -hmm. that said like the when you opted for recording for four hours or six hours the uh the quality of the recording was not that great it would get Mm -hmm. worse as you uh yeah so what i remember my mom had me like record the whole thing uh and like and it was oh, like wow. okay sure but like my whole thing was like when are you going to be like you know what i feel like watching <laughs> <laughs> the funeral of princess diana <laughs> just, just kind of in a mood it does yeah. sound like something that adam's family does as like a family get together <laughs> like yeah. it's really creepy <laughs> good point Okay, I think I missed the window for this, but I want to uh-huh. circle back to telegrams if we can for a moment. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you guys remember hearing that? Do you guys know who uh, Miranda July is? Yes. She's uh, okay. Yeah. So as long as there um, are no follow up questions, yes. <laughs> authors, author, the screenwriter. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Uh, okay. And then also, actor. was she me, me and you and everyone we know or? Yeah, yeah. Else. Yeah, okay. Also, add to her list of credentials app creator. Um, she created this app um, called, I think it was called Somebody. Do you guys 
Do you remember this? No. Oh, I I, I vaguely remember this. So it was kind of like a telegram, like sending a telegram. Um, mm. So the 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 premise of the app is it's a messaging app, um, and if you wanted to send a message to somebody, um, you would put it into this app, and the app would find the closest person to the person you're trying to get a hold of who also has this app and the oh. person would read your message and then mm. find the person that you're trying to connect with and then go to that person and then verbally give that person the message. Oh, that's beautiful. It was really beautiful, except that it didn't work because like, mm. it was really hard to like, um, the logistics yeah. of it were very difficult, but it was really beautiful yeah. and very weird because, um, mm. um, you would just have like the stranger come up to you and be like, I've always loved you. And um, I've never told you <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's been so years, cute. but I wow. think we should, I think we should move in together. <laughs> 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 yes. um, but yes, it was a really beautiful thought. And um, I wish it had like um, taken off because I think that could have been um, just really brilliant. I, I, I loved it. But yeah. That's the closest I think that we have to um, um, telegrams anymore, and it's dead. Oh, yeah, that. Um, there's also Jeremy Renner briefly had an app. What? Jeremy Renner. Yeah, and it was I'll mostly flipper like Jer us. Jeremy Renner. I know him mostly was... from flipping houses. So. Oh okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that part of his. I, I only know him from. <laughs> <laughs> he does it like um on the side um oh, and okay. I, I pretend that that's how i know or like um i yeah. only know from his band that does car commercials <laughs> <laughs> yes that's great but apparently it had a big social like like messaging back and forth thing that got overrun by trolls and he had to oh no what was his it? app yeah i don't know i think it was just the jeremy renner app Oh, I yeah, don't remember. Yeah, I vaguely remember. Yeah, people would sign up for it, and I think, I, I oh, one of the re one of the reasons that like was things became so chaotic with trolls on the app is that there was you could there was no like because I would think that this is the first thing like you would have a verified account that was like Jeremy Renner, you know, uh, with a blue check for that like oh this is your mm -hmm. this is an official post from. Jeremy Renner. Uh, apparently, that did not exist. So there were a bunch of Jeremy Renners running around in this app, posting as him. Oh and my God. it's yeah. like, yeah, I don't. It was like the Trouble with Tribbles episode of Star Trek, <laughs> but with Jeremy Renners. And so that's yeah, he, one of the many reasons that got nuked. He launched. Yeah, he launched it in 2017, and then it was shut down in September of 2019 in part due to the frequent bullying and trolling that the platform had experienced. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I don't know anybody that's ever said, like, Jeremy Renner is my favorite actor, but uh, I, I I don't understand people hating him either. No, so. neither do I. He, yeah. He's, like, just the, like, the most... I think well, there's just... Like, how do you measure yeah. not having opinion one way or another about somebody like yeah, yeah. he's not he's not even bland like he's on the yeah. better side of bland but he's not mm -hmm. um yeah. that's very interesting yeah yeah, yeah. he's jeremy yeah. renner 
Should, uh, you know, uh, should we do some uh, recommendations or do we have more? Sure. I Well, I have a really quick thing uh, and oh, sure. it won't take long at all. There was another app, a messaging app, uh, and this is kind of in the post-Twitter uh, world that we uh, that we lived mm -hmm. in uh, after Twitter because the whole thing with Twitter was like people being like, well, this is useless. What kind of messages could you possibly, you know, <laughs> write in 140 characters, which that's a lot of people can do a lot of stuff with that. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. there was a, a messaging app that was called Yo, and oh, the huh. only thing I it could yeah, you, the only thing that I it could do, uh, according, like if I'm remembering correctly, is like you would, you know, you would uh, follow people and friend people on this app slash service, yo, and you would basically find them, find their profile, tap a button, and it would send them a message that was just like, <laughs> yo, and that's, that's it. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Um, is it defunct? Can I no longer use it? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Or is it just that, dead? Is it just dead somewhere? Like it, it like, I don't know. They were uh, what what ended up happening was like because obviously people were like, well, this is uh, this is just a silly goof. But basically, they were going that that was like kind of its gimmick was like it would just send you yo. But right. they were what they had kind of planned to do was to expand it to be kind of a notification system. And I think this was when um, it definitely, maybe, uh, definitely iPhones. At some point, there was like, you could not get like notifications from emails uh, or for your emails. Like somehow that was not oh. a function. And so Yo was basically going to try oh. to kind of oh. open that up and be like, oh, we're going to kind of, pivot our way to be a way to uh, set up notifications for apps and social media services don't oh. that don't have built-in notifications that will uh, that will message you on your phone yeah. so I think that's what happened yeah. to it but then you know but then every you know every type of uh, of smartphone and every app net, like you know develop the the infrastructure to like give you notifications when someone messages you. So I think that's part of why they did not do well. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. The well, we only yeah. yo Sorry. that I'm finding now is um, owned by a Toyota. Is the app that is called yeah. Yo now, or it's called oh. now it's Yo. So um, they have mm. it now. But My very cool. last bit of trivia will mm. be that Taco Bell owns the the website uh, Ta dot co. So T A dot C O. Oh, and, nice. Uh, I'm so upset that I did not think of that first. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's a shame. Remember when we thought that we were going to be able to get dr um, drones to deliver us tacos? Yep. Yeah. I guess those days are still ahead of us, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. If only Hillary had one. Mm, indeed. Yeah. Okay, new recommendation. I recommend that Hillary win next time. Okay, you're gonna go. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Really quickly, because uh, I I feel like I've already recommended half a dozen things. Uh, so mm -hmm. I just finished the audio book uh, for 
uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, it's a book called Word Slut. And oh, the nice. author is uh, Amanda Montel. And it's basically uh, kind of uh, like a uh, kind of a kind of uh, I call them maybe nonfiction pop academic books because mm-hmm. like it it draws from like, uh, you know, uh, she's uh, I think she's in kind of like, like the academic sphere um, and it kind of uh, it's it's definitely like an NPR friendly book where it's like there are all of these studies and things and we deliver it in an entertaining nonfiction book way. Um, but it basically talks about uh, just how <laughs> how uh, the English language just generally is slanted uh, to be sexist and misogynist uh, against women and yeah. uh, and what could be done about uh, making the language more neutral uh, and and more flexible uh, to not to basically not be uh, gross and sexist. Um, and uh, like a, it was really good. Uh, I'm a big word nerd, and uh, and so I kind of uh, dug, you know, uh, just her explaining just uh, how various words and phrases came to came to be, mm-hmm. uh, and also came to be used as like <laughs> quasi slurs or or curses or whatever, um, uh, because because uh, yeah, it's interesting. There are some words and phrases that uh, uh, that some people would find offensive that actually started out very innocuously and uh, were not oh. intended to be words that, uh, that angered people or uh, denigrated them. Um, so true. And- I just learned, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Well, a few years ago, um, I was working with somebody and um, he used the P word and I, I was like, you know, that's really sexist. And um he was like, well, that's not like, it's not referring to female anatomy. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, he explained that it was um, like to call somebody that word is to call them like a coward or like um, mm-hmm. to be afraid of something. Um, meant they were likening them to an actual cat, like a, a scary cat, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're such a pussy cat. And um, I was like, oh, okay, so that's that's not sexist. And then I was like, wait a second. But, like, the people who use it now don't think that they're calling each yeah. other cat. Like, yeah. that's not what they yeah. think that they're, they're saying. So I'm, I'm still in the fence about that word. Um, I don't know yeah. if it's sexist or not. Um, uh, you, was there anything you know... in the book about that? Uh, it, it basically, uh, yes. Cause it talks about, it does specifically talk about, uh, curse words and noted that some mm-hmm. in general, they're like, some are anatomical or related to body functions. Mm-hmm. And then others are, uh, 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 I can't, they, she had like three different categories and now I can't remember the other two. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> it's an okay if I say the word. I'm fine with it. I just okay. said it. So pussy. Uh, yeah. Oh wait, did you? I, I missed that you said it. Oh, okay. that's right, because you were saying pussy cat. Uh, hey, I actually. So I, uh, I think it's a great word, not because of uh, of like it. I think it sounds like a great word. Uh, mm-hmm. sure. I've never, I've never liked, I've never liked the whole thing where like calling someone a pussy because you thought they were a coward or scared or whatever. Right. Um. Like that was never 
cool to me, but like uh, as a word, I think it can be a fun, interesting word. And one thing that she did, mm -hmm. did talk about were like efforts to to reclaim certain words. And I think uh, she highlighted a, a really big, uh, like probably arguably the most successful uh, reclamation of a word uh, and that word being queer because queer mm. used to be oh, a, yeah. a slur. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember even growing up, there was like a, there was a game oh, with that's a football. Right. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. called uh, Smear the Queer. And the whole thing was like, it was kind of like football, but it was mostly just throwing around the ball, trying not to get tackled because yeah, if you I, got I tackled, if, you were smeared. If other people played it with different rules, but I remember there being literally no point. Yeah, I was like, wait, we just—it <laughs> was just like we're just gonna knock each other down for yeah, and two hours until our parents make us go home. Like, yeah, how do you and score a like... point? I remember arguing with somebody like, how do you score? How do you win? It's like you don't. You just don't get knocked down. You just like, don't I hate get this. knocked down. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, it definitely like it was definitely just like a bunch of boys were like, well, we don't want to keep track of points. Uh, we just want to take the 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 most brutal parts oh. of football and only do that and it well, was and it was we like we just want to hurt each other yeah and because math been, is hard right <laughs> math is hard so uh let's give each other concussions uh so we can forget let's make about math it. even harder <laughs> <laughs> but like i remember uh yeah and it was always it was as far as i know it was entirely just boys who played it because mm -hmm. a uh women are smart <laughs> young girls are smarter <laughs> and also i i mean people would be pretty rough so i yeah. imagine that the you know just the very whatever differences uh probably made a difference and and i'm sure that the you know girls at school had much better things to do than like try to uh try to incapacitate someone we did have better games it seemed to me that we had better games um, yes Four I would square. name some. Yeah, I was. Yeah, four score is pretty. Um, it was gender was, neutral. Yeah, it was pretty gender neutral. Yeah. yeah. Um. But man, uh, were were either of you good at four square? I was good at four. I was. I wasn't the best, but I was like second or third best, depending on the day. Mm. I think it came around. Like it. I think it's. I think I'm too old for it. I don't remember it being a thing until I was already. Oh, really? Close oh, to an huh. adult, yeah. Huh. It was big at my school. I remember hopscotch being painted on the playground all the time. And like, that yeah. was another game where I'm like, wait, how do you win? How do you, I don't understand <laughs> the point of hopscotch. But I did not like hopscotch. I thought it was dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I also did not see the point and also not like, and, and like, uh, yeah, because at our school, we also had um, had hopscotch patterns uh you know painted on the pavement or cement or whatever mm -hmm. and nobody ever played because it's like right exactly and yeah there's like, some wait, we have rocks but we put stones we put these stones <laughs> on thing and we can't jump i don't know who cares I, I, it's very so convoluted yeah. the way the kids played it at my school too there was there was the throwing of the rock but i never like it doesn't come into play it's just like okay now there's a rock there like, I don't know if you're supposed to not jump on the rock or... I think you're supposed to not jump. Yeah, you're supposed to skip it. Yeah, yeah I don't think anybody ever did that. Mm -mm. I think they no. just threw a rock and then continued as before. In um, fact, speaking... I remember, like, the paint that was on our hopscotch things at one of the schools I went to, it just would, like, 
every day like more and more paint would from kids shoes it would mm. not from use of it just from like walking over it and never being used yeah. i guess because nobody ever repainted over it it was just really sad to watch it like visually disappear over the year oh yeah that's from, from disuse yeah it was sad yeah. speaking uh, of like it's, um it's faded just like it's kind of faded from uh culture i guess sure yeah yeah great yeah. point speaking of reclaiming words though isn't there a restaurant chain called egg slut yes is it or there is i don't know if it's a chain but there's definitely an egg slut in la but there's, yeah. it's probably i thought there were probably, multiple locations but yeah wow it may not I... have escaped la yet oh. but yeah they're they have multiple locations they have one in uh downtown la oh they have one in vegas one in venice and other places mm -hmm. And even, wow, they have places in uh, a few different ones in Korea and Japan, the UK. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they just haven't hmm. shown up in uh, in Arizona or New Orleans yet. I am all for the reclaiming of, of words and languages, but sometimes my brain doesn't want to cooperate. Like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to hear that word without um, just thinking that's a disparaging word to call a woman. You know, like, I don't yeah. know if it'll, if I'll ever be able to, to speaking of, okay. So I have a question. I say mm -hmm. guys a lot, meaning just like oh, you yeah. general people. And there's a younger contingent of people who um, would cite me for that, but like mm -hmm. people my own age and older um, and maybe slightly younger um, would won't, or they won't, they wouldn't say mm -hmm. anything. Um, where mm -hmm. do you guys fall on this? Is it sexist for me to say, you guys? Is it offensive? Does it make you uncomfortable? Uncomfortable? Uh, it it doesn't. I have no. been training myself to say it less because mm -hmm. it was definitely my default. Yeah, like, I remember. What do you What do you say instead? Like, uh, I've gone to y'all. Okay, yeah, I, I do uh, y'all. I have a I have a weird for somebody who is like very not country very uh like i've never been to the south except for a, a single trip to new orleans i've never you know i haven't seen much of the south mm -hmm. um i had no reason to but i had at some point in high school picked up like half a dozen like folksyisms like mm -hmm. sure i would say mm -hmm. things like oh it's just like something's over there i would say oh it's just up the road a piece or um <laughs> <laughs> over over yonder over yonder i think i did yonder a couple times yeah, <laughs> yonder. yeah. yeah that's funny um and so like i was always careful not to have so many of them that i tipped tipped into like trying to be like a folks because <laughs> i sort of associated with republicanism but yeah, yeah i don't want to appropriate cowboy culture yeah. um but so or I like you were Will Brimley or yeah, something. <laughs> I, yes, I would occasionally throw in ironically a y'all. Mm. Um, and so, but like, what is, I don't even remember what people in the Northeast have some other plural. It's like use, use or use. Oh, yeah. yeah. And use, I feel use. completely self conscious when I use that one. So use guys. I don't even think I've yeah. ever attempted it. I've never, yeah. I've never uh, tried it. Pittsburgh has yins. Y I N Z. Yes, that's the like, one I was thinking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like I like I think it's like y'all, I think it's uh helpful to have that kind of uh basic uh you know gender mm -hmm. neutral like mm -hmm. way to address people. 
but I also, anytime I've thought about using yins, it's like, this is just too, like, this is trying too hard. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, it's not, it's not rolling up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, I totally feel you because, you know, yeah, uh, guys, despite the origin of the word, mm-hmm. it be, at least growing up, it became kind of a non-gender specific Right. Uh, or understood as not being ge- uh, just specifically uh, for men, males, boys, whoever. Right. Um, it, it, very similar to how dude, yes. how I think of dude, Cute. right? That's another um, really great one. Mm-hmm. And bro, yeah. for me lately, I say bro as a general gender neutral. My, I'll say it to everybody. Yeah. My sons, when they were teenagers, took to calling their mom bro. Yeah, I like it. There's like a I whole there's like a whole progression where you go from mama yeah. to mommy to mom <laughs> to bro. And it's like yes. bro, I then didn't bro, approve of it. Then bro yeah, slice. Bro. <laughs> bro ham. It's like we all live in a yeah. monastery and you are my like monastic brothers is yeah. like yeah. but oh you know yeah. do you remember the late 80s, early 90s when everybody was bra? Yes, I still yeah, love it. I'll say I have a coworker who I specifically call bra. Yes, I do. Nice. I do like the UK variation of bruv. B-R-U-V. Bruv is good. Bruv, bruv is, is good. good. Bruv is yeah. good. Yeah. I yeah, think that's good. for me, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, yeah. So, but, but I totally get, because I think uh, this is actually covered in, in the book Word Slut, where it basically talks about like, uh, yeah, a kind of gender neutral ways to, uh, refer to uh, to people in mass because uh, you know one of the points of the book is it like points out just how you know how what is thought of as like neutral words and neutral phrases are actually actually slanted towards like men being the default right mm-hmm. um, oh yeah so so yeah it like I understand you I th- for me. I basically use, uh, it, I think it depends who I'm around. I think there are That's some true. people who I can say guys and they know what I mean. Right. And yeah. I, but like Great with point. people I don't know. And, and I think this is a fair thing um, because I've, I've read of people who don't it, like, even if they're part of a collective group of people where it's like guys, is, guys or dudes is kind of, uh, you know, being used as, you know, not intentionally gender specific, but that, right. you know, there are some folks who, uh, who uh, emotionally because they have gender dysphoria yeah. can get really shaken up by that. So sure, yeah. yeah, but it, it totally, cause like, like I, yeah, usually, and it's also, I don't know, there was a phase in Twitter, in, in Twitter history where got, Hey guys, like he yes. became a thing. Uh, oh, and, it's like a meme. Yeah. Usually spelled, yeah. Usually spelled G U I S E. S E. Yeah. Like, guys, uh, guys. Huh. I just learned this blankety blank. Right. right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but I think that's a that's a cool, interesting topic to bring up because that, I think one of the things about word slut that uh, that is important that gets brought up is like just how language morphs and grows. And how you know uh, there, it, it's a reflection of where things are in society. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, it brings up things like how you know there are some folks who use uh, who are non-binary who uh, use the you know the pronouns they them 
and there are people who are like but they is for plural and it's like well there's this uh, long history of using they as a uh, as a singular that's true uh, mm, as yeah. a singular pronoun and and essentially like you know the people who make a fuss about pronouns and what is proper you know what's proper grammar and english or whatever it's like mm-hmm. well you're really on, like you're using that as an excuse for not wanting to you know uh respect people with how they they want to be treated oh it's yeah it's very Very, true and very possibly yeah you was was plural for hundreds of years as well true yeah yeah Yeah, she brought that up as well like it uh because you uh you was a second second person plural and it the first person plural used to be thou Oh, yeah. And, interesting. And at some point, I'm sure people were like, oh, this sounds too fancy. Let's just use you. Yeah, the these and yeah. those are, do get confusing. And yeah, I, I've noticed that too. A lot of like uh, modern people, modern audience, they hear thou and they think it's like elevated. And, and yeah. thou was actually like the informal. It's very similar to tu and usted in Spanish. It's like thou was for people younger than you or, or, uh, I, don't, I was going to say socially lesser than you, but I don't know if that's 100% accurate. But yeah, you was was more formal and more often plural than... Philosophically, I feel like language should bend to our use and we shouldn't bend to language. But yeah. I'm also not trying to... Like language is a tool that we should get to bend to our will and so we mm-hmm. should be able to um we just shouldn't have to live by the like the dictates of grammar yeah. i don't think um as jesus said sabbath was yeah. yep. made for man man was not made for sabbath um but i'm also not trying to offend anybody you know like i don't want to offend anybody i don't want to hurt somebody unintentionally mm-hmm. i want to be like i want dude i want when i say dude for people to know that um that I mean everybody and I'm not trying to um shake them up or like insult them or or mm-hmm. make them feel bad. Um but sometimes I also just talk without thinking, which is probably not a great um <laughs> habit of mine. <laughs> yeah. But it's no but yeah. it's everybody who does that. So <laughs> maybe we should just like collectively call people Muppets. Like, hey, what's up, Muppets? <laughs> you know, I I I definitely am very much on the same page because it's like i i think what it came comes down to is like can you understand what is being communicated like i think because mm-hmm. uh one other god there were so many really uh great things that got brought up in on in word slot but like you know it, it's really uh it's really it's low-hanging fruit and really easy mm-hmm. to be like oh this person miss or they use the wrong form of their they meant to mm-hmm. say the contraction yes. for they are, but yes. then they used the possessive yeah. there. But a, uh, like I'm, I'm super like nerdy about that stuff, and so mm-hmm. I'm always horrified when like autocorrect either does that or even just in, you know, I'm busy yeah. and typing quick and I forget, mm-hmm. or, or like I just offhandedly mm-hmm. use the wrong there. But it's like also like people know what you're trying to say, so when people point at it, like try to use that as like to one up you. And I'm mostly yes. thinking in like Facebook, you know, Facebook arguments or whatever. Yeah, uh, which point. are in, yeah, which are inherently dumb, and nobody should take part in them. But like, uh, yeah, I it, 
because it's like, yeah, it's inevitable that, that language, I think generally language, uh, while it reflects society, it also like, yeah, bends and twists and grows and contracts with how we actually use it, which is why it's so ridiculous when people get really tied down to like, quote unquote, rules, when it's like, mm -hmm. oh, the mm -hmm. rules we have didn't always exist as such. Uh, and and you know what people are trying to communicate usually, especially yeah. with context clues. So it's like, stop having a cow about it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody's got like their seven and or eat eight. There's <laughs> nice. there are seven or eight rules that are just ironclad, and then the yeah. fifteen other rules that they routinely yeah. break. And and uh, excellent point. And, yep. Yeah. Well, to me, it's also like very much like, you know, because obviously, uh, weirdly and uh, strangely enough, gender is such a hot topic right now, uh, mm -hmm. mostly because there are certain people who are uh, really, uh, I don't know, rebelling and fighting against the idea of uh, of people, you know, <laughs> people mm -hmm. uh, identifying as a gender that they uh, truly feel they are in this world. Right. Yeah. And uh, it, mm -hmm. none of it would be an issue if we recognize that that there are different elements of that a gender is different from sex. Right. Uh, yes. From you know the biology, right? And yep. that that like gender isn't as concrete as we think it is, especially. When you look back through history and see that like well men used to wear powdered wigs and uh and things that were very mm -hmm. much they were either very skirt like or like skirts and they're you know there are cultures where you know uh men yes, were exactly. wrong and it's like that it's not seen as like yeah uh and so it's like, well, robes, people... like always like all him and all his friends were wearing dresses all of them <laughs> who was Jesus and like the disciples and like all oh, the people yeah, yeah. during that time were just wearing dresses. Like, yeah. Other... hey, yeah, hey, Christians, Christians, uh, you really need to know that Jesus was the first cross dresser. Thank you. So, uh, That's but a yeah, double no. pun too because of the <laughs> oh. Wow, That's a good one. wow. Uh, so yeah, no, and it's like, well, if people uh, like would update their understanding of gender and know that it's like you know some people see it as a spectrum you, mm -hmm. you know from of masculinity yeah. or of masculinity and femininity and others uh, there are others represent gender in various ways because they also don't necessarily see it as a dichotomy where there's like specific spectrum which right. i think that's cool as well but it's yeah. just like uh it's not that hard to just like be kind and respect people like and refer to them how they you know how they yeah. would like to yeah. be remembered Again, like hearkening back to J Man, just treat others the way you want to be treated, and like you're, you're cool, you're solid. Like yeah. if you know, like it's really, I mean, it's really hard to do. Um, I find it hard to do sometimes because I'm impatient yes. with people, and I um, I'm testy, and I have I get in bad moods. But um, yeah, just treat other yeah. people the way you want to be treated. It's so easy, yeah. but not, but Same. not easy. and also. Also, yeah, uh, treat people the way that you want to be treated. Sometimes uh, when I'm super depressed, I think I'm just garbage and should be mistreated. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like I, yeah. I don't treat myself well. So, I think, so I think my, very, my variation that I came up with is like uh, treat people like you would want to treat Dolly Parton. 
Oh, uh, nice. Because it's wow. like, nice. who, who wouldn't want to be nice and respectful towards Dolly Parton? She's like a, a saint right. in, a, and an angel in human form. Right. Uh, so it's like, so those days when I'm like uh, beating myself up, it's like, well, if I treat, if I treat you like I think I should deserve to be treated, that's going to be a bad time for you. So I'll treat you like uh, <laughs> Dolly Parton. That's great. That's, that is yeah, really that is great. Fantastic. Yeah. That's really and fantastic. Also, let's let's work on getting. Uh, I mean, it's early, but we should get work on getting Dolly Parton canonized. So Real, very, very, totally. yeah. very great point. I'm sure we can put her on the fast track. Okay. Are you all, are y'all ready for my recommendation? Yes. Wait, no. Um, Jose had one more, I believe, that I caught before we started recording. He had word slut and something else, right? And yeah, actually, I have a few. I'll just shout them out really quickly. We don't have to go into them. Uh, The the Owl House is a uh, Disney animated series uh, about a young Latina uh, who aspires to be a witch her name is mm-hmm. Luz. she gets uh she stumbles upon a uh, a weird house the owl house which takes her to uh i think the demon realm i'm only like a few episodes in uh, i was oh, watching it okay. with my niece uh and it was pretty cool um so there's that owl house on disney plus uh or cool. wherever you can find it because i think you can i feel like some crafty people have uploaded it to youtube um mm. and then muppet muppet mayhem uh on disney plus is also is like fantastic mm-hmm. i'm like two or three Yay. episodes in uh and then in general boiled <laughs> eggs uh, oh yeah oh eggs. yeah so so versatile so handy when you need a, a quick protein uh protein boost so those are my nice. recommendations nice. I, I totally blew uh blew all of my uh my recommendations on this one uh session no i get it <laughs> I get it. Um, I like the egg one because it's so easy to forget about eggs. It's so easy to forget about them because Mm -hmm. they're there all the time. But yeah, you can just boil an egg. So easy. How many many eggs could we have had boiled uh, since we started? Exactly. (laughs) Very, very many. Very many. Especially if you use uh, an air fryer. What is that? I just learned about this. Yeah, Yeah. they're like you can make them in like I think less than fifteen minutes, maybe even ten. Well, but wait, you can do that on the stove. You can make a hard boiled egg in like three minutes on the stove. Yeah, well, are you complicating things? Are they easier to crack? No, well, so I guess the thing is, it cuts down on the because like I it drives me nuts having to wait for water to get to a boiling point. Maybe that's not such a big deal for yeah, yeah. Um, but so it's just it's just faster and getting the water hotter. Um, and uh, here's here's my trick, or like I think this is a trick to getting uh, boiled eggs to peel easier. Is as soon as you take them out of whatever thing is heated heated them mm-hmm. to the point of being boiled, mm-hmm. you uh, put them in like a little ice bath so that they cool down and it helps somehow uh, and makes it easier to peel. Yeah, mm. yeah, it helps the shell to to detach. Yeah, that's a I don't know. I always solid advice. A tip about how to make them easier to peel, and it's always a different tip, and it always works yeah. for me one time, <laughs> and then never again. <laughs> no, I it's I like, will. It's like I will the vouch for the around... ice bath for sure. But I don't know. The, I'm not buying the, it. 
Yeah. It might, <laughs> it might make him, it might make him like stop cooking. Like if you, yeah. if you've been boiling them for, mm-hmm. like if you boiled it a second too long. But like, mm. I don't know about making them easier to crack. I think, yeah. I don't think there is a way. Personally. Well, so apparently older, so like you know, obviously you don't want to try to boil rotten eggs. Sure. But Great tip. You, like, start... <laughs> what else you got for us? <laughs> hey, uh, also try try not to just. Oh, that eat, was going to uh... be my recommendation: boil rotten eggs. Yeah. Also, uh, if you're Throw out them there, off an uh, overpass. It's on your try, corner. <laughs> try not to just uh, try not to eat galoshes. Like you know, just, uh, just try uh, it. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Uh, so I guess, uh, you know, if you have, cause sometimes it's like, uh, not really all that recently, but sometimes you find a deal on eggs, uh, which at, you know, if someone is listening this to this in like 2050 eggs used to be like <laughs> le- less than 99 cents. And sometimes they were as low as 29 cents in the last like 10 years. I haven't seen uh, that but that, and yeah. who like, yeah, they were practically free. Um, but that's not the case now. Uh, in any case, it used to rain eggs, you guys. <laughs> used to just like we used to have a whole holiday based around them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Arbor Day was originally for eggs. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, but like, yeah. Uh, so like, you know, sometimes you end up with uh, two dozen eggs instead of, or you forget that you. Oh, I had enough eggs, but I bought extra eggs. If you use the older eggs, supposedly the the eggs that are uh, a little bit older than the mm-hmm. newest eggs you got apparently those are supposed to uh be better as far as getting to peel them yeah, eggs. i need to submit this to mythbusters this is yeah. <laughs> okay right, next episode you're, you're is up. just a, all right so i am going to recommend a musician that you can find on youtube okay. have either of you heard of melinda herman before Whoa, no. Hmm. Have not. I'm going to play a little bit. She does a lot of cover songs. I'll do like maybe just a couple seconds and then and then we will discuss her her life and her work. We're going to have to clear this with the legal department later. Yeah. yeah. Uh yes, the uh Oh, and of course there's going to be an ad because I don't <laughs> YouTube. But so in an overabundance of caution, I've replaced the sound of the YouTube link with me dropping in to tell you the URL is youtube.com slash watch question mark V is in video equals capital P capital M capital A capital X one lowercase H capital C lowercase D lowercase V capital F capital A. Please enjoy. And now back to our regularly scheduled episode. Sharon. I love that. That yes. was awesome. So, that was incredible. And so, for, for those of you who can't, who were not able to see that with your eyes at home, there was a tiny little chihuahua sitting <laughs> on her lap as she was playing and she's practically singing directly into its ears. And it's like the happiest being that's ever existed. It mm-hmm. was like, this it was like her version, her v- version, a much cuter version of Salacious Crumb uh, from Return of the Jedi. Yes, a little yes. weird rat puppet thing. <laughs> so Melinda Herman is a grandmother. I believe she is eighty years old, Aww. and she lives in Bangkok, Thailand. 
And she plays the guitar with the help of her chihuahua, whose name is Jew Jam, which I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, (laughs) but I I read up on her before this and found out that the dog's name translates to small and pretty. Oh. Um, And she uh, lost some of the feeling on the side of her face as a result of a car accident like 10 or 20 years ago. Wow. And her son gave her this guitar as like a like a physical therapy thing. Wow. So and then she uh, a friend gave her the dog as a companion. Oh. And so all of her videos, she's holding the dog and the guitar. And she sings a lot of um like we heard Put Your Head on My Shoulder. She does a lot of Beatles mm. songs or just kind of oh. soft rock songs. And it's so um, it's so wholesome yes. and it's, it's so amazing, um, to just hear how much she loves this, how much she loves her dog, how much the yeah. dog loves being sung to. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just that's a great, res- that's a great, yeah. Yeah. Restores my faith in, in the power of music and in humanity. She made me feel strong in my heart. She looked like this lady that, um, used to take care of my brother and I named Florencia and Florencia was really really old she was probably like in her 60s but like we thought she was ancient we thought she was so old and like um she was really tiny and um she just had the softest softest skin and um she was really quiet and she would like make us tortillas that were delicious Mm. and she would always drink her coffee out of this little blue stoneware mug and I loved her dearly. She was very, very sweet and good to us. We loved her. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's a great video. I, I can't wait to watch yeah. more of those and share them with my friends. My friends are going to mm-hmm. go crazy. I, I do want to note the spelling of their name because it's Melinda, M-A-L-I-N-D-A. Melinda oh, yes, thank Herman. You. Oh, good point, yes. Because I I popped in Melinda Herman into uh, into search and it brought up a uh, it brought up a website that is uh, about concealed uh, concealing that CCW concealed carried concealed <laughs> weapons whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, because okay. there's a Melinda Herman who apparently uh, owned a uh, a couple of guns. Oh boy. And uh, or yeah, and uh, someone someone was gonna crime her. And she shot. It's like one of those things of like, hey, here are actual good guys with guns that oh, right. uh, mm-hmm. that's either save their own life or the the life of other people, which are like, uh, which is fine because it's like those instances are so rare mm-hmm. where that's, someone with yeah, a gun yeah. actually like because it, it's like unless you are like a trained soldier, uh, like. She gets and even way then. weird when, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then even then, yeah, yeah. Soldiers freak out and uh, and either you know kill someone unnecessarily. In any yeah. case, very different, very different people. So when you, yes, when you were yes. talking about <laughs> this, uh, you know, a uh, a musician that we were going to listen to who had like a really interesting story, I was like, <laughs> oh wow. So in addition. <laughs> In addition to carrying around a revolver, she yeah. also uh, <laughs> had a guitar. 
I thought we were going to pivot to no, being yeah. like an anarcho crypto bro uh, podcast, which I was oh, looking forward yeah. to because I don't know anything about that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was we're... looking forward to learning. So, yeah, um, I, uh, I, I have to tell you guys, I'm going to pivot to the alt right because I've been <laughs> reading the writings of the San Diego chicken. <laughs> 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 The Unabomber okay. San Diego chicken. <laughs> um, didn't he send something to like the? Oh, somebody just told me a weird fact about the Unabomber. Like, he sent something to somebody he was in love with. I think I don't remember the story. Never oh. mind. You might want to add part out. Like after, <laughs> like after, while in prison. No, 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 no. Oh, no. okay. Um. I'll have to remember the story better too. Yeah. Okay. What well, What well, I do remember about the uh, like I think he did send a letter, or I don't know. Apparently, I remember hearing that like as soon as uh, you know the FBI or whoever uh, law officials were like you know made a big deal or you know and rightfully so this guy was <laughs> sending bombs to universities <laughs> and airports. And so uh, when they're finally, but when they finally got things together to be like, this guy could be anywhere. So, you know, uh, have all your news stations everywhere talking about the Unabomber. Um, apparently his brother, as soon as he heard it, he's like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's my Teddy. <laughs> Fucking Ted. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, man. Oh. You know, I, I always mean, remember the, the Upright Citizens Brigade sketch with Amy Poehler yes. as the Girl Scout who became friends with the Unabomber. <laughs> I think Matt Besser was was the Unabomber, right? Yes. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. Yes. Very... And there was, uh, that also was a sketch that involved, uh, I think, the Bucket of Truth, which was... I think a, that was that episode, yes. Yeah, which was a bucket of, uh, it was literally a bucket of truth, and it would, uh, if you looked into it, it would basically give you the 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 deepest truth of human existence and uh for the most part oh, wow. people could people people couldn't handle it so they would just scream and uh they were were driven insane by knowing the truth of human existence mm -hmm. yeah that sounds right though yeah yeah yep. yeah it's a reason so i know. think that also makes that the episode where they were there was a real estate agent trying to sell a house that had one the of the features was a hot chick's room. <laughs> yeah. A hot chick's room, yes. <laughs> which, uh, which because I'm a huge improv nerd and uh, uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, uh, you know, ran a theater and and a, and a comedy empire for a while uh, mm -hmm. out of New York and L.A. Uh, but basically, their oh, so their first theater in New York was a uh was a former strip club and i i had been like i was there at their first theater i i had seen shows there in like 2002 and it was pretty small so it was a very small what would have been a really small strip club and uh and so apparently uh yeah what their broom closet they named the the hot chicks room um oh nice and then they oh. opened yeah and then they they opened uh, many years after their original theater space. They opened uh, UCB East in the East Village, and they had uh, they they called the the bar area the Hot Chicks Room, 
Uh, but, and this, this ties back to, to some of the stuff we were talking about, people kind of were like, uh, hot chicks, like that's kind of like, uh, sexualizing yeah. it, it, it like can be used to denigrate women or diminu- to diminutize them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Amy Poehler, uh, apparently like they worked out something where, uh, Geez, now I don't remember exactly the story, but they stopped calling it the hot chicks room, but they, uh, they borrow, they, uh, lent out the name to like a chicken rescue, uh, in <laughs> like upstate New York or something and, okay. and had a, yes. and sponsored awesome. like a, sponsored a hot chicks room. Uh, and uh... in fact, the hot chicks room on this, like, uh, this chicken rescue may have even been heated to incubate, <laughs> incubate and uh, yes. keep chickens warm. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Have you guys been listening to Smartless? Do you guys ever listen to Smartless? Mm-mm. It's um, yeah, it's a podcast with Jason Bateman, um, mm. who's um Arnett, Will Arnett, and sh- is his name Sean Hayes? The guy from Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. I think his name is That's James. Right. Yeah. So I just, I'm really late to this. Um, I, I guess they've been podcasting for a few years now. Or me. Um, and so I just listened to their first episode the first time, like two days ago. And they had oh. Dax Shepard as the, the, the premise of the show is one of the three invites a person on that the other two don't know is going to be the guest. And they just have a conversation. And um, they invited Dax Shepard to be their first, uh, or Sean Hayes invited Dax Shepard to be the first guest. And Dax Shepard and Will Arnett get into a conversation about how um, on a few occasions, they've been in a, at an event um, where they were being introduced on stage in front of a large crowd. And the MC will say something like, um, several years ago for, for Will Arnett, would go like, um, and uh, last, um, last but not least, um, everybody's favorite comedian, um, Amy Poehler's husband, <laughs> and then like, nice. he's out on stage and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're a dick, whatever. And then Dax Shepard also <laughs> chimes in with, um, he's like, oh my gosh, you don't know how many times that's happened to me. Like I, I get introduced as like uh, um, um, Christian Bell's husband, like welcome Christian Bell's husband. And, and they're laughing about like how funny that is. And I'm like up until this, like the, the podcast is very um, charming and funny and I enjoy it. But yeah. this at this point in the podcast, I'm just staring at my phone like, are you are you kidding? <laughs> like, are you joking? <laughs> because that happens to women all the time. Like, that mostly yeah, happens yeah. to women. <laughs> That's mostly how we're just def- like how we're introduced is in terms of like um, who we're related to, who we're connected to, um, who's a, who's a man. And um, yeah, I just yeah. like I could. They were they. I get that it's funny between them and why it's funny. Of course, I I get that, but like um, I couldn't believe that they were so amused by it. Like, ah, what a funny way to introduce us! Is <laughs> we were nothing but like these women's husbands, and they were totally <laughs> serious. They were so yeah. serious. Oh, man. It was it was a little tone deaf, but um, I mean, I yeah. of course I get why it's funny, but um, I was I was stupefied. <laughs> I was flummoxed. I've never been flummoxed before. I get flummoxed a lot, oh, actually. I was, yeah, I was flummoxed <laughs> once, but. 
by paramedics yeah, yeah. or like um, yes, yes just organically okay that's cool that's good <laughs> I put uh, I was put in a giant flummoxing machine. <laughs> yeah, in a medically indi- a medically induced uh, flummox. <laughs> yes. What? What'd you say? Uh, in in the book Wurzlot, it actually. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, in the book Wurzlot, they actually bring up uh, Amanda Montel brings up that like. Uh, yeah, there were, and I I remember when this happened. There was like an obituary of uh, uh, a woman who was uh, very big in a one of the fields of science, and when she died, like her New York Times obituary was like was very like like uh, you know uh, you know she what worked at this uh, company or the maybe even NASA for years, uh, but boy, she was a great mom and cooked a mean meatloaf and <laughs> basically oh was like yeah uh, as an illustration of like yeah how uh women are often like no matter their own uh their own very distinguished accomplishments they're often thought of as you know uh as you know uh only moms and wives and there's nothing wrong with being a mom and or a wife Right. But it's like that's also she had like an incredible body of, of work that made a huge difference in the world of science and uh, mm-hmm. technology. So why not uh, focus on that? I wonder how, Amen. Okay, as you're saying that, um, and of course I agree wholeheartedly, but um, just as uh, because if either my own internalized misogyny um, or Stockholm syndrome, um, and just to play devil's advocate, what if we're reading that wrong? And it's not so much that like we want to minimize the accomplishments of women, but what if it's about like how people say like when you get to the end of your life, you're not going to be thinking about how much time you spend at the or I wish I would have spent more time at the office. It's about like spending time with the people you love. Fart, fart, fart. Blah blah blah. But like. <laughs> But like whoever's whoever's doing the obituary maybe at the time is kind of caught up and like I I really am um I really cared about this person in terms of like mm-hmm. what they like um our relationship and not so much um what they accomplished. I don't know. Like maybe that's yeah. a more generous take on why that happens, but I don't know. It's probably not true. Yeah. It's probably because guys are dicks, but probably, you know. Yeah, maybe it's a little of both, but I do maybe. now really want my obituary to say fart, 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 fart. fart, fart. Blah, 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 yes. blah. As soon as you said that, I was like, I, that just that that can be my whole obituary because it explains <laughs> it explains and describes a lot of my life. So hang on, I'll be right back. I just need to update my uh, Facebook bio. I was going to say Twitter bio, but let's be serious. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a fair point. I think, well, you know, one of the, one of the, I would say, uh, what would be considered a counterpoint to that, though, is like that it's so rarely done with men where it's True. like, uh, yeah. let's see, uh, I'm trying to think of someone who died recently. Uh, God, there's um, so many people who have died and I can't think of one yeah. man who has trying to think of that song lots of people who have died have died <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna google i just heard uh, that the other day what celeb uh, died recently and see what happened tina, it'll say tina turner yeah uh because yeah. it's like 
uh, Tina Turner died recently. Oh, Jim Brown. Jim Brown's a good, it's there like Jim Brown, uh, you know, a uh, football player uh, and, and like an amazing football player and uh, and activist. And it'd be like if you like, oh, man, he really liked, uh, you know, he really liked to go fishing and his 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 grandkids uh, really loved when he w- would play the tickle monster. Uh, and then like you know three paragraphs of those little stories and also he like set a bunch of records in the nfl and was a part of the uh civil rights movement and uh and was you know one of the people who helped uh bring those (laughs) those ideas to fruition but mostly he was just a he was just a gentle old guy and he died with an orange wedge in his mouth I don't know. That's a pretty cool way to die. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was creepy. I thought it was creepy. I found it creepy. Oh, yeah. Also, I, I, because of that movie, I can, uh, I only, uh, wait, we're talking about the Godfather, right? Yes. Were yes. you guys? Okay. Oh, um, yeah. No, I forgot that that happened in uh, the Godfather, but yes. I, yeah, I don't know <laughs> why I, why I shoehorned to that. Wow. End, but. Well, the, well I do there's wanna... the part with the, where the orange is, I was about to ask you, uh, or say now every time I watch a movie and there is an orange, I always read death into that. I'm always like that symbolizes death, no matter what, no matter what it is. Um, but he doesn't die with it. Like he does the orange wedge thing in his mouth, but he doesn't die that way, right? Or does I, he die? That I don't way? remember. He kind of is that where he like uh, had like a I think stroke he... or a heart attack or something. Yeah, he ha- he kind of keels over, and I think he has like a heart attack or stroke that you know that that kills him. But like, uh, yeah, I I totally forgot about that scene, uh, and I just thought like, oh yeah, no, it would be cool to like. I, I don't think it'd be cool to choke on an, like an orange. <laughs> uh, that would that would probably, probably burn not. your throat, like with the the citric that kind of like that sick citric yeah uh acidity but Mm -hmm. like uh yeah no you know what i'm rescinding it not a cool way to die Mm -mm, no probably really embarrassing yeah yeah Yeah, that like uh there's there's totally a sketch on uh one of my obsessions i think you should leave the sketch show oh i love that uh, on netflix and then the new one is coming or the new season is coming out uh five days from now yeah excited about that but uh yeah there's uh i have definitely done the thing where it's like i'm choking on someone or choking on someone jesus (laughs) uh choking on choking on food that i'm eating with my mouth uh and and like i'm embarrassed so i like move like get out of like people's view <laughs> where people where i can be seen and just like uh just that whole idea of like i don't it's embarrassing to choke in front of people but also mm-hmm. like i guess if i choke hard enough i could die and i will die <laughs> literally of embarrassment mostly because <laughs> mostly if you're choking on something you can probably, with some help from people, you can deal with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not the time to decide to be an introvert and like be <laughs> party. Why is choking so embarrassing? Is it because like you feel like, oh, these people are gonna think I don't know how to swallow? <laughs> like, <Yeah. what? laughs> They're gonna know. I think I'm not good at eating. Yeah, exactly. the mo- yeah, 
it's like the most one of your most basic functions right I, like now that i i don't know if this is just a thing because i'm older or because i'm like as i'm gotten older i've become more cavalier because i haven't died yet uh <laughs> but like i swear now when i eat like first bite or two like instantly choking on it uh oh wow yeah i, I mean not all the time but like more often than not we and then I'm like, I, and then I'm like, what is wrong with me that I don't know how to swallow food without choking on it first? Oh, yeah, that's wild. That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's embarrassing. It's like yeah, not knowing, how, like if you were bad at blinking, like <laughs> that's embarrassing, like right, yeah. like it's the same thing. I'm just yeah. imagining what a jerk your friends would have to be to be like, you're choking. <laughs> Wait up, <a> chew, <laughs> loser. What a dork. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh man, you are turning blue and purple. What? What an embarrassing thing! I'm so Jose, embarrassed you, for you right now. I would not. Jose, could you that. go do that in the other room? Yeah. Uh, come on, dude. We're trying to have a party. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! All right, Rebecca, what do you have to recommend for us? Okay, so my recommendations are, I have three. Um, when you first recommended that, um, or when you first suggested that Jose and I be on a podcast with you, you said, um, as our premise, that we recommend things. Yes. And you said, like, a book, a movie, uh, music, something on the internet, a feeling. And I was, I that always stuck mm -hmm. with me. I was like, what feelings would I um, recommend? Um, so I don't have feelings. I guess these are more like experiences. That, okay, um, I love that, it. And they're mostly free. Everybody, I think, I shouldn't say everybody. Um, that's a very privileged stance. But um, okay, so the first, and they're just like these small moments that people have in their in their lives, uh, maybe in their day to day, that are excellent. That's the other part of the equation. Is um, it's a podcast about things that are excellent, and okay. I think these things are excellent they're pretty small so like don't get too excited um they're pretty small it's so the first one I'm already too excited <laughs> i have is um when you glance at the clock and mm. the time is your birth date like for oh. like when i look at the clock and it's 8 27 i get i'm like oh that's my birthday it's a very like i get like a half second of mm. excitement and i'm like ah um i get happy um, and it it just happened today, um, as a matter of fact. Do you, either of you experience this ever, or is do you not notice when it's your birthday time? I must have. I must yeah. have. I can't think of a specific example, but you know, it's okay. uh, I'm four twenty five, so it's, it's you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm. I I think I probably do because I do notice uh just weird number combinations and mm -hmm. uh for i feel like for two or three years i kept uh when i would check my watch and you know uh, like in general in the in the general realm of uh this time of day uh like i would look at my watch to check what time or or uh, you know what i'm lying i don't have a watch i'm looking at my smartphone I've never had a watch uh, what is a watch what is a watch even uh yeah how did a verb become a noun who knows <laughs> um 
but in any case, I, uh, yeah, I look at some device that tells me the time. I swear for like two or three years, uh, it was very, like, very frequent that the time would be 1134, which if you look at it upside down, mm-hmm. uh, it spelled, it looks like it spells the word hell. Oh, uh, oh. And so my, my little, uh, my little head cannon uh, for that was that those were like moments that like, oh, maybe, maybe, ex- maybe my existence, this is actually my hell. And, 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 and it just turns out that, uh, this is my version of it, which is like, yeah. okay, well, if that, if that's true at all, it's like, eh, not that bad, but also, oh, uh, it nice. does, it, Good yeah, it does give weight to the times that have been terrible and been like, oh yeah, no, this, this totally worked out that way. <laughs> in, in high school, we did a comic book where the devil's phone number was six, 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 seven, seven, three, four. Oh, because that also spells hell upside down. Yeah, yeah. At the six 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 and then seven seven three four. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, That's I remember. Good. I think he would only have one number. Like he just yeah. has the phone number. Okay. It goes directly to him. Maybe yeah. Maybe yeah, that's his cell That's phone good. Number. I like it. <laughs> it's because um, he yeah, and it's because he. Uh, I can throw this out too. I oh. had a comic strip about the same time where a guy finds a phone number on the ground and calls it and it's god and he's like uh where did you get this number (laughs) uh, the pope gave it to me and then the god hangs up on him (laughs) that's really good (laughs) i like it draw it jose are you back can we hear you oh i am back if you hear me we couldn't hear you oh i am here okay Okay, we can hear you now yeah sorry about that no, that's okay. We just didn't want to lose anything interesting that you were saying. What did you say? Oh, nothing. I anything. If there was anything interesting in what I said, it's uh, it's all gone now. Oh, oh no. <laughs> or I've I've used it all in this uh, in this recording. <laughs> no, not at all. Um. Okay. So my next feeling is um. This is a combo. Actually, I cheated on this one. Um. It's when you put. Okay, so the first one is not free because you need to have like a timepiece available to True. you. Not everybody has one. Okay, for this one, you need a mug, a mug with a handle, and a microwave. Um, but you can like if you go to work, if you yeah. have a job where you have an office, you might have access to these things. So this could be free for you. Um, when you put a mug in a microwave to warm up some hot water for like some tea or something, some hot mm-hmm. chocolate, I don't know your life, do what you do. Um, none of my business, but you put the mug in the microwave to boil some water, and when it dings and you open the door and the handle is sticking out directly in front of you, and you don't have to like stick your hand Ooh. into the microwave to like oh, yeah. um to move it around. It's just like the the planets have aligned perfectly for you, and everything's like everything's gonna work out in your favor. It's just such a good portent, <laughs> such a great omen, you know. Of things yeah, to come. Yeah, I like it. Um, related to this one, um, you need a bowl, um, cereal, and milk. And this one is when you get the ratio of milk um, to cereal exactly right, which I don't, I think that's happened to me once maybe yeah. in my entire life. I always screw this up. And I eat cereal every day. I've never mastered <laughs> this. Um, so take that, Malcolm Gladwell. 
Um, <laughs> you're at 999,000. Yeah. Um, do I, do you, either of you have strong opinions about these very low level, exciting things that happen? Um, no, I, I, day -day yeah, I, I especially like the serendipity element of the, of the mug. I don't know that I've yeah. ever, I've ever noticed it, but I, I do notice that kind of thing. Like, oh, it just happens to work out that, uh, like, we have a bunch of uh, mugs from different cities, mm. and so it's like cool when it's like, oh, we got Chicago and Illinois, or we got Denver and Colorado. Oh, that's Randomly. cute. Yeah, that is cute. That's really adorable. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm totally on board with those those really little tiny victories because it's like mm -hmm. that also has a practical effect of like you don't have to do the awkward like trying to reach in farther than the thing to turn it turn the handle around with right. the uh, yeah um, and, and like and it also reminds me of stuff like when you uh, when you put something in the microwave and you catch it right before it dings uh, yes. that feels very lucky. It and, does feel uh, lucky. And so, yeah. Oh, what was the other thing you mentioned just after? The cereal uh, the, and the milk? Oh, yeah. So I, re I really love cereal. But mm -hmm. A, I realized that I don't think I've eaten cereal, like, you know, cold cereal in like nearly two months, which is a, a pretty what? long stretch for me. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. Why? Why are you um, depriving yourself? Why do you hate yourself? I, you know what? I don't know. I think treat I, yourself like Dolly Parton. Come on, <laughs> Dolly Parton. Next time I see you, uh, you, I have a bowl of cereal waiting for you, yeah. Dolly Parton. Uh, and, and also thank Cookie Crisp. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just want to thank Dolly Parton for listening to our humble little podcast. It's that is nice, nice of you, Dolly. Thank you for supporting us. Um, so I think that like uh, oh one thing because it's like I love cereal so much that I've definitely like done the thing where it's like oh man that was so good i need to get a second bowl mm -hmm. uh, and inevitably the second bowl and it totally totally makes sense why the second bowl doesn't hit as good as the first one mm -hmm. um and it's something there's something about when you are making when you're you know pouring milk over cereal and having to put the milk back and you know uh yeah i not that there's much mess but like you take your bowl of cereal that has milk in it and you go sit down wherever you're enjoying it. I don't, there's something about the, the amount of time that the cereal soaks in just enough, uh, just enough mm. milk to yes. be like wet, but not soggy. Yeah. And then yeah. like, I feel like the second bowl of cereal often is too crunchy. Uh, and and that's part yes. of why. Yeah. That's part so of why true. I don't find it as as satisfying. That's a great. This is true. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's also why it's important to when you are pouring the milk into your bowl of cereal to pour, not just in one spot, and to like kind of yes. wet the entire top, mm -hmm. um, like a sprinkler would. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. You don't want to just pour like a like a water like a like a waterfall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's wild to me. I've heard I I've never encountered these people in my life. I've heard that they're out there, but people who put the milk in before cereal that sounds mm, nuts that's crazy. Yeah, I, I have. What is to that like Australians that, do that or what? I've yes. never heard that before. 
because the, the milk pour it swirls the other way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, this Disliking those people is the only bigotry I approve of. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they exist. I think it's an internet. Because no. I saw a video where myth. somebody yeah. was saying, like, it doesn't even no. logistically do that? work out. Because are they trying to avoid? What are they? What is the purpose of that? Because wouldn't it just flow? No. Yeah. Like you can't. And then put it's all crunch, and then you have no people. softness almost. No, people are making, no, nobody does that. I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it. If you're out there and you're listening to us and you do this legitimately, okay. like you're not just trying to buy your 15 minutes of fame, please contact us. Yes. yes at 666 <laughs> 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 uh, But my sus suspicion is that the person who does it is like, hey, wait a minute, that's my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. LOL, you just called yourself. Psych. Yeah. I don't know why I keep getting a busy signal. <laughs> oh man, I think after uh, maybe maybe not right after we uh, finish recording, but sometime in the next week, I'm gonna let I'm gonna call or text six zero two six 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 seven seven three four and see see what happens. I don't want to know. Don't do that. I'm afraid I'll never speak to you again. What if you go to like down some oh, horrible no. portal and we know like we lose you? Yeah. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Or at least like yeah. tie tie a long string to your finger when you do it so that we can <laughs> yeah. like back out. Yes. Yeah, I'll make sure to tether myself to to something heavy. Okay. All right. Okay. In that case, uh yeah. maybe capture it with your camera phone too. Yeah, Just, yeah. You know, for the gram. All right. Um, my last one is um, also not totally free um, unless you, you could borrow someone's phone, I guess. But like, mm -hmm. um, so this one isn't yeah. completely free, but it's very low cost. Um, it's when you're talking to somebody over the phone and you can hear them smiling. Uh, I just think that's the best in the world. It's excellent. It's mm -hmm. excellent. Free. Um, again, again. Except for the cost of the phone. Yeah. Um, but like I can I could like live off like three days off that just from the joy that it brings oh, me. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember because I used to be on the phone for a living for hmm. a brief, uh, brief period of time. And that was something we were always coached. Like uh, it sounds cheesy, but people can tell when you're smiling. So try to. Oh, smile it's true, though. Yeah. It's like. Um, now, but people can tell when you're fake smiling on the phone too. To, we, as a as a company, as an institution, are going to do everything we can to crush your spirit. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't, uh, yeah, because because then you're fake smiling, which which is yeah. it's an, a disingenuous smile. I'm not sure that that uh, translates, but okay. Yeah, that that barely counts as a smile if it's forced. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh this yeah. actually reminds me uh so circling way back uh mm -hmm. who was it was there uh someone knew a uh there was a teacher who was who portrayed the mascot yes, and also yes. would like greet kids in the hallway right, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh well so i used to do i think it was like a year and a half two years and it, it wasn't like you know every week but i used to work as a uh doing mascot appearances at uh 
at various promotional events or whatever. So um, I remember this this very clearly uh, Mm -hmm. one summer, whichever summer it was that Michael Jackson died. uh, That was the summer when I got my first gig with this, uh, with this uh, employer called the mascot organization, which is based in Ohio, but they would contract to Did you replace him. (laughs) Oh gosh. I should have pushed for that. Um, But like he uh, was previously the mascot. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, oh, so I would get, uh, so they would ship uh, these, uh, they would ship costumes to me. And the first gig I got was as Tony the Tiger. And over mm-hmm. the course of two what? weeks, I made appearances dressed as Tony the Tiger uh, at, uh, at, at local bashes and Food City stores. Oh, and yeah, and, and they sent me two, uh, two of these very elaborate costumes that like probably cost at least a thousand dollars and probably more because uh, they were very well made, and, uh, and and also Kellogg's has that kind of money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that that's that sweet misguided <laughs> understanding of sexuality money that Kellogg's has, <laughs> um, and it's so always money and. Masturbation deterrent. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they would get they would send two costumes uh, at the same time so that you could wear the costume one day and let let it fully dry out the next day because it is um, sweaty in these costumes because yeah, okay. they're like you know fake fur or whatever. Uh, and so I was totally the tiger. And my first day of the gig, uh, I remember I was listening to the radio on the way to. A bashes, and uh, that was when I heard that Michael Jackson died. As I was going to go portray uh, also a very esteemed entertainer, Tony the Tiger. Um, so I remember. Wow. Uh, so for all of these gigs as a mascot, you also at least, and they did it correctly. You have to have a handler, someone who like makes sure that kids don't like yank on your tail or like do. Because yeah. you have like no peripheral vision with these costume heads on, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw some kids push uh, Chuck E. Cheese over one time. <gasps> oh no! No, that sounds mean. Like it they were doing it on purpose. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's mean. We're yeah, that's turds. Terrible. Yeah, Charles like, Entertainment. Yeah. No, not Charles. <laughs> So the, uh, yeah, so, uh, and first off, so I get there and I meet my handler and like the first thing he's going to say is like, did you hear about Michael Jackson? We talked about Michael Jackson for a bit. And then this is my first time. And I don't know why I didn't practice this at home, but it was the first time putting on the head and I totally had kind of a panic attack uh, (gasps) when I put it on because uh, I could feel my own heat radiating from my head and being like bounced oh, back man. to me from the head. And so I just like kind of freaked out for a minute. So I had to take it off and, mm-hmm. and like, uh, and the, the handler and usually handlers are other people who do mascot work uh, mm-hmm. and have, have, have portrayed, you know, these costume mascots. And she was just like, uh, are you okay? What's wrong? And she kind of was kind of like snotty about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, because you know, I was uh, I was a total noob, and but I got over it. I had to take. Uh, she would get. She got annoyed with the frequent breaks that I would take, 
but like I totally needed those breaks because otherwise I just could not stand being feeling the heat of my own head, uh, you know, around my head. Oh, and I mentioned all of that to say that like famously hot head. So (laughs) notorious. Uh, Yes, Dolly Parton knows, uh, (laughs) and and now the whole world does too. But the thing about that too is like so. I'm in this gig and it's for like promo for, uh, you know, Frosted Flakes. So it was always kids coming up to me, occasionally uh, young ladies who sometimes would take inappropriate photos with me, which is not like, which I could not, I would not know until afterwards when they would show me because it's like, I could not tell, like, I could not see what they were doing really. Yeah, it was, it's weird. Like I I was uh, as part of the, uh, as part of the kit that they send you as far as like your assignment, they also send you like, hey, watch out. There are people in a, it was, uh, I guess I might've known about furries, but like Mm. even non-furries, there are certain people and they were described usually as women who like have crushes on these characters and who are inappropriate Mm. with them. Uh, and oh. so, you know, luckily nobody like touched me in a gross way. It was mostly like gestures and whatever. Um, and, and, you know, some of that I can get like shenanigans, like, Hey, isn't it hilarious mm. that I flipped the bird while getting a photo with Tony the tiger, <clears throat> but like it was primarily mostly kids. And so even though they could not see me, I would be smiling at them <laughs> And like authentically yeah. smiling because I was happy that they were happy to see me. And what I found is that even like after after those gigs, and this would literally last for weeks, I would anytime I was anywhere where there was kids, I would do the kind of like bouncy walk that I had kind of come up with for <laughs> Tony the Tiger, and would like would like smile at kids, even sometimes wave, and uh, and yeah, I'm sure that like. You know, as a uh, dude with a uh, beard, uh, uh, I don't know, and uh, and who stands five eleven, maybe that was scary. So maybe I was accidentally scaring kids <laughs> when when I just like had this thing that was uh, this habit tree, this habit that was ingrained in me because of this gig. Yeah, I briefly worked at oh, yeah, story. At, at hometown <laughs> buffet, and I don't know if anybody remembers hometown buffet, but the mascot. Uh, it, a mascot? it was famous for having uh, Norman Rockwell prints on a, every possible yes. wall. Oh, and, I and I don't know, because I, I feel like they abandoned this fairly early on, but and maybe it was our, our location only, but we had a mascot and it was a bumblebee. What? But the bumblebee costume, you had to be shorter than 5'10", so I never got to be the bee, and I always wanted to, even though everybody <laughs> oh. that did it came back in and was like, I'm dying, it's so hot. <laughs> it had it was a giant head, so it had fans in it that would blow on you, and you would just oh, go stand wow. on the sidewalk and wave at traffic, but um, I wanted to be the bumblebee, and now, it's like, I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't have a mascot story. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually okay i have a better mascot story if you can believe it i have a better mascot story hey. to me anyway than than my uncle being the original phoenix sun's girl i had a boyfriend wow, it was, that, it was you my... are ra- that's the that's a high bar i am um, i'm a little out of the range of norm in terms of um mascot stories um i had my funniest boyfriend 
um he was the funniest one and um, also the one i and i don't know if these two things are correlated um also the one i hate the most to this day um but he was the funniest one um he used to do this thing where he would call me and pretend um to be different people um and all of these different people were um to varying degrees interested in going on a date with me and one of the characters was um the snuggles bear from the snuggles um fabric so what was really great about when he would call was um so he was really cute right and like um he would he would get me interested like being really cute and like cuddly and just really sweet and then like (laughs) like little by little um you would find out that he had like this terrible cocaine problem and was like strung out (laughs) just like a real (laughs) dirtbag fantastic it was a really good bit it was a really good bit the other people that called me were um an admin assistant that was obsessed with the taz Taz, the tasmanian devil oh sure (laughs) risk of the job (laughs) that was probably one of the most well-drawn people i can't believe my ex-boyfriend just had this person in his head really like the most well-drawn specific person ever or his saturday night live audition character <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um and then the other one that i liked a lot was um the it was the richest man in the world <laughs> <laughs> it was the richest man in the world right and when he um when he was introduced he was always asking me out <laughs> okay unlike balloon rides and stuff <laughs> 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 that's fantastic and then i asked him um i asked him once i was like um what's your last name <laughs> my last name is mr last name <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, he was so funny he was really really um like his actually actually his name was jose and he also went to brophy just like um our jose but oh, he wow. graduated before i think um you and i even went so mm. you remember his oh um after we finish recording let me know what his last name is because maybe i know i yeah. think it's last namington <laughs> <laughs> is it like a three-word last name what if it was first namington <laughs> that would be that'd be uh, a really great it would be ironic <laughs> yeah not not the person that i would remember okay Um, that's all I got. That's it for me. Uh, um, he was funny. God rest his soul. Yeah, yeah not really. He's not really dead. I don't think so. No. Oh, good. Um, I just looked up the hometown buff- buffet bee mascot. That's a, quite a costume. That's a mm-hmm. that's that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty elaborate, and uh, it was always going to uh, to like high school girls that worked there. <laughs> I do remember um there I don't remember what character but there was a uh there was a had a costume head that did have the uh battery powered fans in there because it was so bad at you know at holding in heat. Um doesn't that just make you top heavy and like 
want to fall over a lot? Like how that must have been really heavy. Oh, uh, not. I mean, it's already it's already you know uh, there's a certain weight that you're carrying around your head anyway. So mm-hmm. and they're just like little fans. It, it's not <laughs> it's not like yeah. one of those cool vortex fans. Okay. Okay. So they're offering next to no help at all. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) if given the the chance between uh, a costume head with or without, I would definitely do with. Okay. All right. But that's also because uh, is a parallel, a parallel, not a parallel, but like similar to sharks, uh, I need air flowing over me or else I will die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, should we do a quick wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, I do have an addendum to uh, yes, yes. the the hot chicks room story from the UCB theater. Uh, so, because I I don't want to put uh, misinformation out there in the world. There's enough of that, and mm. Dolly Parton is kind of sick of it. Yeah, so, <laughs> some of it comes from me. I, I guess. <laughs> So apparently, so the the deal was they had a big sign that said uh, "Hot Chicks Room," and that's what they were going to call their bar uh, at their use at UCD at their theater that they opened in the East Village, and uh, and so yeah, neighborhood people were like, "Hot Chicks Bar," that's that's not nice, um, and so they took that sign and in a little ceremony, Amy Poehler uh, presented the sign uh, to representatives of the nonprofit group. Uh, earth matter and so the hot chicks room was now going to be at a uh, compost uh, learning center where there are chickens um, on uh, governor's island uh, in new york Uh, so yeah so it's like it did become a hot chicks room uh, for real because um, it featured a greenhouse that had these chickens who uh, (laughs) who apparently are there to teach visitors about uh uh waste and uh various ways to that uh you can uh help the soil be fertile with uh fertilizer and composting well that's pretty great the only reason i know of governor's island is because the simpsons went to new york and like as they were getting off the bus marge was like naming all the like very uh unappealing sites that she wanted to see like i can't wait to see <laughs> governor's island <laughs> was one of them it's my understanding that's where all our governors are born right like that's from that, from that so, yeah that's that's govern- the governors yeah. are yeah they're made from uh reconstituted chicken <laughs> i did, I did <laughs> myself to so just doing a very bad version but i learned from the from the D- old dvd commentaries that in the simpsons writer's room mm-hmm. traditionally like people pitch jokes constantly, mm-hmm. but there's a weird impulse, and I just did it myself very half half bakedly. But when you pitch something for Marge to say, uh-huh. you do the Marge voice. Yeah, you have to do the Marge voice. I was just <laughs> no one say that. Get that treatment. But for some reason, Marge, like everybody has to do Marge's voice. <laughs> and I love that. I think doing Marge's voice is really hard. Of all of, of everybody's voice, hers is the hardest yes. to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I used to have a f- passable one. I can be like, "Oh, Homer." Oh, that is good. That's good. Anymore. Oh, I guess so. I can't. 
yeah, but that's, that's the, good. like that's, that's impressive yeah, way into it is to go oh homer oh that borderline <laughs> on um what's your name from all in the family oh, oh yeah. yeah um yeah. played by Jean smart but i don't remember her character name yeah not edith edith her name edith. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, well, we've done it. Okay. That's another episode of the Sweet Potato Podcast. Uh, God bless him. Yes. Thanks to uh, my illustrious co-hosts. Thanks to Brad at Copper Boogie Music for our awesome theme music. And oh, that's right. Yeah. Jolly Parton yeah. for being a shining beacon in the night. Indeed. Yeah. And I would like and, uh, to thank the legal department for clearing all of the samples that we yes, did today. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yes. What was the what was the name of the of our uh, legal team? Oh, uh, <laughs> Rum Hut and uh, BB-8. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and good night. And good night. I'm going to stop the recording. Mm-hmm.